One Man Revolution, Volume 4, Episode 7. again back on a friday night live from the bunker it is the one man revolution podcast i am your host the revolutionary and i'm joined by the comrade and the wanderer and the canadian and the thespian and that's us all right so (laughs) yeah uh let's see the pragmatist is on location this week uh possibly filming something so uh it was gainful a employment. Yes, gainful about. employment during the in this pandemic, in this economy. That's right. So it has been forty three point five days since the current regime has stolen power, and this week, <sighs> so much canceling. So. So maybe Texas should learn how to steal power and then they wouldn't have such many blackouts. (laughs) Um, Their power outages, the other term is a little bit non-inclusive. I believe it's also called cancel culture where they just cancel (laughs) your power. (laughs) Oh, so do do we really want to start there this week? So first, let's start out with what we're drinking. So today I'm drinking... Pineapple Boots, uh, which is Moon Boots with pineapple. It's a pineapple IPA from Sideward Brewing, and it is absolutely pineapple and fun. I know the thespian had it last weekend, and she was like, it's a bit too hoppy still. Um, a little bit, but a little I, bit I drank it, though. Mm-hmm. And we were all I proud of you. Mm, that was good. Uh, comrade, what do you have? The Sabbath. Uh-huh. Sideward Brewing. Yes. Then the color speaks for itself, I think. Um, it's not a porter, and it's not a stout. It's just a black lager, hmm. and it's incredible. Very nice, very nice. Uh, Wanderer, what you, what you got in your glass? I'm finishing off a New Belgium accumulation, and then I've got a, their Mountain Time on the back. Was there a, was there a, a pack that was, uh, that was on special this week? Uh, it was last week. It was a variety pack. There it is. I knew there was one. Uh, Canadian uh, pineapple boots. Pineapple boots from Sideward Brewing. Sideward Brewing. And, uh, very good. And you are drinking this week. I am. <laughs> I, uh, I, I gave up on the, the medication because it wasn't working. There it is. Uh, and Thespian. I have Sideward Brewing... Cider, 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 cider. Uh, no, it's the. Um, <laughs> is it the cran? Is it the cran? It's a, it's raspberry? A, apple, raspberry. 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 Which was also a can release that last week. Yes, it was. Yeah. It was. That's, it's very good. That's why we have so many cans. It is very good. It's really yeah. like candy, though. It's funny. We covered yeah, after after two. Yeah. That's a, that's enough for my teeth. I feel like I have to. 
it, them or it is a bit them. dry. It is a bit dry, but adding the uh, raspberry to it does does uh, does does soften it up a bit. Yep, it really yep. does. It makes it a very very nice thing. Yeah. Oh yes. Oh man. So this week has been interesting as far as some of the news that has come out has been nothing but distraction after distraction after distraction. Last weekend was of course the CPAC, uh, the the uh, conference i don't even know what to call it gathering of uh of like-minded individuals over there circle jerk yeah it was a ma- massive circle jerk we did talk about it last week but all the stars hadn't hit the stage yet uh until until later on in the weekend and there were some there was all kinds of horrible things that occurred at that convention but i really don't want to talk about it too much but no. it, because it was horrible and the and the things the vile things that came out of their mouths were ridiculous but but uh, but one of the main things I think that really got to me was they had to make an announcement saying, we know you don't like masks, but you have to wear them because we're on private property. And that is the policy of this company. So therefore, you have to wear your mask. And a giant groan happens from the crowd. And it's like, I thought you all were about the ability for business to make their own decisions. Nah. But but because it now affects you, you don't want to hear that a business is allowed to make its own decision on what to do. Uh, Canadian. First, I want to say Ted Cruz CPAC. Yeah. And then... <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Ted Cruz the CPAC. Absolutely. Uh, and then uh, th- there was a video of, of the Hyatt employee explaining as people were going to leave the hall that they had to put on their masks to, to transit in the hotel. And she got booed. And yeah. I thought that was shows the character of the people that were at CPAC. I mean, this is a person doing their job, relaying the message, their management tells them the message, and they're booing her for doing her but, job. And that that's just, that's, that's horrible. But see, what you got to remember is, right, is all of the numbers are fake. COVID is just a ploy. And there's no such thing as a pandemic. It's just a left-leaning slant to make sure that all the all the but, red-blooded Americans. But if feel she bad had come out and said, "You've all got to put your pants on before you go walking down the hall," and people booed her, right? We'd be like, "What's wrong with these people?" I mean, I mean, uh, to to further that analogy ever so slightly, so that I think it rings more true. If you have a nudist convention, and you tell the people, "Hey, in this room, if you want to let it hang out." We can't stop you, but if you leave this room, we got people who don't want to be part of your nudist convention, and they don't want to see what you got going on downstairs. So let's go ahead and wrap that up. Yeah, but these, That's, you know, but these individuals leave this convention, go back to their home states after raw dog in the air all over Florida, and who knows what they could have taken home with them? I mean, let's we face know, it. We know what they took home with them. We also know what they brought with them. Yeah. There's no mystery. Okay, so having now spent a month chest deep in the mire of those who firmly believe against everything we espouse here on this podcast, uh, it is wild. Yeah. It it is absolutely wild how there is an entirely separate, disparate core set of beliefs about the modern context of public health. Hmm. And, and there is nothing you can do or say 
that changes their mind on anything. And I even I even tried that whole like, you know, the mask thing is about autonomy. If you want to go do something stupid, that's cool as long as it doesn't affect me or good, but you not wearing a mask takes away my choice. Yeah. To be autonomous in my personal health. And they go, yeah, 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 but also fuck masks. <laughs> but here's another fun part about that, though, comrade. And this is the one that I used uh, to a few of my friends that are in uh, not just the industry that you're training in, but also other industries that are affiliated with that. Right. And I said, let's look at it this way. If you don't want to wear your personal protective equipment and you breathe all kinds of fumes and you go blind and you do all these other things, and that's your choice then don't turn to me and say that you need healthcare and you need some form of, uh, of welfare that would pay for your bills because you did this to yourself. So it's like, yeah, Hey, if you don't want to wear a mask, sign this waiver that says that you don't get a hospital bed. You know, and we've said that before on the show, Canadian. So it's, it's the closest thing I can get that we have is seatbelt laws. Yeah. Yeah. Because, because on the outset, I want to wear a seatbelt. I want to die in a wreck. That's my choice, right? But your act of getting injured, I mean, if you die, that's, that's cheap. But if you get injured in a car wreck, now you affect everybody else's health insurance and health care costs. Mm-hmm. And that you shouldn't be allowed to do. So that's why we have seatbelt laws to control death and carnage and injury at accidents that damage everybody else even if you're the one that got injured comrade the core issue with all of these analogies is that we point at things where it is very easy to concretely demonstrate the cause and effect your car accident broke your legs you can't work you get a social security check your recklessness in your workplace environment with hazardous chemicals and materials led to your debilitating uh, medical condition and now you can't work but it's very easy to point to those things and say why it happened the biggest reason why we have such a problem with all of the stuff going on with covid is for the majority of people covid is non is a non-issue it doesn't hurt them it doesn't help it doesn't do anything to them they're non-symptomatic for a very small portion of people they are symptomatic but it feels like a bad flu or pneumonia and they brush it off Mm -hmm. for a very small portion of people they die and it's very easy for those of you, those of us who want to be skeptics to point to that bullshit comorbidity thing that came out a few months ago <laughs> and say, well, there's no way to know for sure COVID did it. Yeah. That's, that's the problem because every other analogy, seatbelts, you know, metal, metal shavings, in, inhalation of things, sm- cigarettes, it's all been proved. It took time and it took a lot of changing of public perspective of these things but in the end it was very easy to say yes this thing a means b means dead and it's really difficult to to concretely show that in such a short period of time with such a uh virulent issue yeah uh canadian and then wanderer i'm just gonna let the wanderer go first because i'm gonna go off okay wanderer Um, I also think a big issue is that very early on, it became less of a health issue and more of a political issue. So people associated it, associated it with politics. Like they're against it because they're against the politics behind it. Like, yeah, they don't want anybody to die and they want everybody to be safe. But also you're just saying this because you're liberal. Right. Yep. And I, I find it hilarious that people who say that to you, oh, you're only doing this because you're a liberal. So 
I will inconvenience myself for the sake of others because I'm a liberal. That that that's that's interesting. How dare you? How how dare me be that type of person, Canadian? <laughs> so we're, the the tangent I was going on is mm. there is there is one in six hundred people in the U.S. in this past year died of COVID. Right, COVID related causes. I don't Sorry. even know six hundred people. So yeah, uh, so you uh, you have this group mentality that, oh, well, those numbers are inflated. They don't want to believe the government agencies that are reporting these deaths. They don't believe the death certificate from the doctor. They're getting something for it. And that is a breakdown in loss of trust of our institutions, Mm -hmm. Yes, which is very hard to repair. And it was primarily done by the the last douchebag uh, in Oval Office. And, And he... He has created this this culture and and uh, of mistrust yep. for anything that we took for for uh, for our government as a pillar of of reality. Yeah. Right? The independent agencies we all assumed were were above and aloof and separate from the partisan bullshit. He, the, the WHO, the CDC. He yeah. has made them partisan and bullshit, so now they're not believable. This press is the same way. Oh, it's, yep. it's the liberal press is just reporting this bias. So people that want to believe crazy stuff, like the earth is flat, hmm. they, they, they want proof. They want to see, where's this virus? I don't see it. I don't know anybody who's gotten died from it. That's all a lie because they can't trust the rest of the government infrastructure and establishment to tell them the truth because they don't believe it. The crazy thing to me is how many people I know that have been personally directly affected mm-hmm. by coronavirus, right? Uh, I had one of one of the instructors at my school was like, yeah, I had it. My wife had it. Her dad had it. Her of course dad. they did because all of no, you no, have no, had it. And no, so you're no, passing no. it among each other. Let's Go ahead. Finish. Go ahead. No, the culmination of that was her dad died. Oh, that was that was what I was trying to build. Jeez. Oh, and her dad died, and then this guy goes, "Still don't think it's a big deal." <laughs> his, yeah. Well, granted, it was his father-in-law. He probably didn't like the guy, but still, <sighs> that's an immediate family member that yeah. died. Yeah. yeah. And then, and then another student goes, "Yeah, I had it, man. That shit's rough. It sucks. I couldn't breathe for a while. I, I was bad. I was down and out for like three months." I'm like, "Yo." How are any of you so cavalier about it if you know how bad it is? Mm-hmm. You should be on the front lines yeah. telling everybody to get their mask up over their nose, socially distancing, being like like all the normal things that we've been told to do. Why aren't you the ones waving flags for it? Well, because and it's the a political reason, reason is because they got sick in the first place because they didn't follow those rules. Right. Yeah. And well, didn't and, kill me. I'm good. And the, yeah. and the part that gets me is I got into one of those arguments online. I posted something innocuous. And then immediately someone starts hitting me with things like, well, California has lockdowns and Florida doesn't, and they have the same rate of COVID. And I'm like, well, that's not actually true, but let's go on your supposition. (laughs) All right. Per hundred thousands and all these other things. And the big thing is, is that yes, Florida didn't have lockdowns. No, we, we don't. Well, we didn't, we don't have lockdowns as a state. We didn't have mask ordinances as a state. But the counties do, the cities do, you know, all, all, the businesses do, all these different things that do. But here's the problem. They were like, 
well, yeah, but still, look, California locked down and nothing happened. And I said, here are all of the pictures of our mutual friends partying it up the entire year. And I gave them examples of different friends off to the side, not publicly, because I didn't want to bury the other people with names by tagging them. But here they are. And you're and, and they're like, well, yeah, I mean, people have to live their lives. It's like, no, they don't. <laughs> Comrade. So my, my favorite example of, you know, not needing a lockdown and things still getting better is Japan. Um, they never exceeded a 3% infection rate across the country since last March. They yeah. never went above two per, uh, 3%. Reason for that is everybody follows all of the goddamn rules and yeah. understands that me going out to buy Bud Light at Publix without a mask isn't very important right now because right now everyone's getting sick and dying. And all of that started from the early 2000s SARS outbreaks that they dealt with. And people started to wear masks because they realized that it was a great way to prevent disease from spreading. And culturally now, the entire country stays at home when they're sick right? because they have sick time. They wear masks when they're out in public if they think they might have anything, and that is a commonly accepted practice, and nobody looks down upon it. And guess what? Nobody had to go into lockdown. Everybody kept doing the same thing they normally did. And if you felt like you might have been sick, you stayed home, and it was okay. Speaking of sick days, comrade, speaking of sick days, uh, the state of Texas, a lot of companies are telling their people who were trapped due to loss of power and, and even the businesses closed down because of loss of power and the snowstorms that were there, uh, that they need to take sick time uh, or vacation time Unbelievable. in place of those days that they missed. Now, we all know that Texas is incredibly insensitive all the way up to its governor who rescinded all of the mask ordinances that they had statewide. Did he do that before or after he got his vaccine? The day after he got his vaccine. <laughs> Yeah. Tell me. Not not to bury the lead. Texas, yeah. How, how much of Texas has been vaccinated? Uh, I would love to know that number. They, I'm they sure have, it's... They're 47th in the country. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. They're, they're like 8% yeah. of their population, and they have very low vaccination rate. Yes. And, and, and again, like, you would think... And, and this is where this is where a lot of these kind of... I, I want to call them fringe. They're not fringe. They are, they are the mainstream right-wing thought process. It's so bizarre to me uh they they have double think actively in their heads you know like if you want to go on without masks and live your lives and whatever you should be the first in line demanding your governor have a plan to make sure everyone gets vaccinated tomorrow absolutely we can't we can't vaccinate we don't know what's in those you know bill gates is putting a microchip in our things that that was literally the sentence that someone put. They went, well, we don't know what's in these vaccines, so yeah. you know we don't want to do those. And I'm like, you don't want to wear masks. You don't want to get vaccinated. You just want this stuff to run free forever. Again, you know, it's the lack of trust in our in our in our, our institution in our, in our inf- yeah. infrastructure. And I don't yeah. think it's that. I think it is because these people truly want to believe that there is someone out to get them. Because if you don't have an us versus them. Their entire worldview implodes, but but it's also I I I you're probably right. But if there is this strong, believable, governmental or private agency that is trustworthy, then that's something you can rely on to say, oh yeah, okay. I I think people are trying to get us, but 
you know, that guy's a straight shooter. He's saying, right. no, okay, I, I will go with that. I don't want to, but we'll go with it. So while and these... That's what we had for years. Yeah. And now we don't. And these these people who have a natural tendency to be suspicious or paranoid are running rampant with misinformation on Facebook and whatnot. And it's just creating a huge problem. Yeah. yeah. The former president uh, was mentioned in a press briefing the other day. By a reporter of who was, of course, from the uh, from the right leaning media, and they were asking a question in such a way that it was basically a swipe at President Biden and, and President Biden's current policies, which are forty three and a half days enacted. All right, so not much has happened yet in the first hundred days, but here they are, and uh, it was basically saying that you know uh, there are spikes in border. Uh, states because of the massive number of immigrants that are being allowed across the border uh, by the, by the Biden administration's change in, in immigration policy. And I want to say that the new press secretary did exactly what, what she should have done. She looked at them and said, who is saying this? Who are these Americans that are saying this? And the reporter goes, well, it was the former president and and they went well. We don't take him under under advisement for anything, and then moved on to the next question. You know, because of how he left things. Now, you know, he, she also said something about putting kids in cages and whatnot. But we really haven't gotten the kids out of the cages yet. So we, I've we've got some we've got some stuff to talk about with the current administration. Yeah, I mean, I've got a lot of problems right now with what's been going on in the past week with the current administration. But um, but here we are again. Oh, I bet you bet you wanted to vote for the other guy now. It's like, no, we would all be near. We would literally have a million people dead right now. Well, can, can we can we talk about how the, for the first for all of volume three of this show, we had to be really, really, really selective about what we had to what we had the time to talk about and how right. we could break down the, volume four. Yeah, we have to look for things. Yeah. Well, and, and to the of, and a lot of it is like the GOP is yeah. still the GOP and they yeah. still suck ass at being politicians so, representing America. So can can somebody answer me? I mean, I know what their political reason is, blah blah blah, blah, blah but but the actual reason why eight Democratic senators in any Republican okay. senator voted against adding fifteen dollar minimum wage. I, uh, go ahead, I comrade. I don't know this for a fact. This is my theory because I, I have been thinking on. Um, it's specifically because the, of the nature of the way in which they were trying to pass the change. Yeah, um, they were trying to make it an addendum to the omnibus spending package. Right. Which right? instead instead of making it its own vote, and I think and I think and I I don't know this for sure because I'm not sure of the specifics, but I think it's because they tried to add it on after the fact. So so they don't really want it. In other words, it. it- it, well, yeah. Here, here's comrade. Here's the so, thing. It was in the bill when it came from the House. Was the, it? the parliamentarian who is a staff member of the Senate right. struck it down saying that it was outside of the bounds of Got it. the type of legislation that was going yeah, okay. for because it's an omnibus right. bill. Right. So well, it was because, str- it, because it's a reconciliation bill. And right. It but it's, it's a judgment call. Yeah. It's a judgment right. call. So the judgment call was made, uh, Bernie Sanders, Senator Sanders said, well, let's just have a vote on it. And if we want to keep it in, then let's keep it in. Yeah. 
and they they got it. It was at sixty something to thirty eight. So right. Yeah, it was re- yeah. fifty four, fifty two to thirty eight, or forty two to thirty eight. Fifty eight to forty two. Yeah. So again, it was thrown out because the majority of the, that peep those people decided to vote. Now, every one of the Democrats that voted against it is a millionaire. I want to put that out there. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, all of them are from states that uh, you know that, that you know they're worried about uh, you know worried about the uh, corporations over the people, uh, and a lot of these they're they're probably uh, I would like to see when they're all up for uh, re-election because if it's 2022, then they're looking forward to 2022 and saying, well, if we put this in there, we're not getting any money from any of our corporate I, donors. Okay. Let the wander the, the go, wander, and then I have a point. Yeah, wander. Feel like in normal circumstances, like we would also be against them tacking on something that is not related to this yeah. on it, because we've complained about that before. But, where, like, again, like wonder, oh, like cutting the fat off bills, like right. stop adding these random things just because you know a bill's going to get passed, and the only way you're going to vote for it is if you get a new bridge for your state because right. yours is like crumbling down. Like, so normally, and so in that aspect of it, yes, like it needs to be its own thing or in a bill that's related to it yeah. except for it was in the bill originally right and okay but that doesn't mean it, it should have been in there yeah no. just because you, it was in there originally doesn't mean it was it wasn't superfluous then well i so so that's a whole different rabbit hole that you can go down and say each individual there can only be one provision in a bill that we pass one but at that's a time. what we've said previously in the podcast we have no no like, you couldn't have passed you couldn't have passed the affordable care act that way right? okay but, i'm not but saying the affordable care act was an abortion of a bill yeah it was, it was a horrible a bill, bill. Right. But you couldn't have passed anything with it in that one at but, a time thing. But, 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 okay. So here's, so I, I completely agree with the wonder here, and I disagree with yeah. the Canadian because uh, what you're saying is our Congress is broken and can't do its job. Yes, that's what you're saying. The problem has nothing to do with how the bills are written or what they're or, or what's in them. The problem is that our Congress can't do its job. That 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 is great theory, right? But in re- that's the hand you're dealt. If you've got a busted down car where you've got to hold your finger on a spark plug in order to drive to work, what do you sure. do? Sure. You hold your finger on the spark plug to drive to work. That's what we've got. So there is a system that we have in place. It's been in place the, right. operating in this way for 50 years yeah. that but, we do things. And this is how they're done. Should but you yeah, not try to change something if it's broken, though? Like try to fix you, it. And the only way you're going to fix it is by stopping this being like, no, it needs to be separate. This is what I this is what I believed before I was. If uh, the system is broken, putting up a bill to pass minimum wage will fail. Putting up any single bill will fail because the system is broken. But that's okay. It's not like they can't put in a bill that's relevant to that. That this is relevant to 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 the. That's a stimulus bill. Right, it's a stimulus bill that has COVID stuff. A stimulus it, is raising minimum it's wage. It's not a stimulus bill. It's, it is it's, a stimulus it's, bill. It's a budget bill. No, it's, it's a call- stimulus bill. It it no. was categorized as a budgetary bill. It, it it so so there is this process called reconciliation. Yep. By which you can pass budgetary manner matters yeah. with a with a with a vote. It is not a budget. It right. is a but it is a bill that has only to deal with financial issues. So it, it has to it has certain rules that like has to add money to the treasury. It can't cost money or things along those lines. And so it meets certain recommendations. And the parliamentarian said, yeah, $15 minimum wage. Yeah, that's going to raise income, but that really doesn't cut it. Right. So, yeah. so fine. The parliamentarian said, no, there's an opportunity to put it back in if you wanted it. 
And for people to say, eh, no, I don't want $15 minimum wage to be done this way means they don't really want it. They don't want there it. There is no other way to get it in the Senate. You, me, we all can talk about what's how the Senate and Congress should work, right. but it works this way. And every senator knows that if you want $15 minimum wage, the only way to get it is to put it in this bill. Yeah. And that's, they that's chose a fair not point. to. That's a fair point. So, so, so I wanted to get to who voted against it and 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 the, the political theory behind it to an extent. I'm not going to go through the whole list of names, but I'm going to tell you the states that they all represent. We've got West Virginia, Arizona, Maine, Delaware, Montana, and New Hampshire. I don't think any of those are Democratic stronghold states. No, not definitely not I Montana. Think, and I think that or a Arizona. Democrat voting this way. New Hampshire, maybe. New Hampshire, yeah. New Hampshire, maybe. But but what I'm getting at is this. If that is a Democrat that feels that their seat is a little hot and we have to pick between losing control of the Senate to the GOP or compromising on something like this to keep at least a 50-50 in the Senate, you know, which poison do you drink? So so but but raising the minimum wage is immensely popular with people. So so if you vote for even if you know it's not going to go in if you vote for the minimum wage right that's popular that's going to be they're not going to they're not going to run an ad against you saying christian sienna or whatever her name is voted against raising your salary right yeah. i mean she but they might she, she no not if you vote for it no because what gonna, because what because this and this is i think that the interesting part is the most disenfranchised and the least likely to vote are also the lowest wages right <laughs> So the people that vote are the people that make money, small business owners. And small business owners see a fifteen. They see a fifteen dollars minimum wage as a direct threat to their profit. But there are fewer of them than there are people who are going to benefit from it. Yes, and, except, and if, if if you make a fifteen dollars minimum wage and you no longer have to take the bus two hours to work, you might have time to get out and vote. You're not. I'm not disagreeing with any of that. What I'm saying is. The people who stand to benefit the most are the least represented in our government. I, I, I get that. And they won't that. vote. So well, it doesn't matter. So I, I don't I don't think you can say they don't vote. But don't not, they don't, they don't they vote enough. Vote. They don't. It's right. it's it's immense minimum wage is immensely popular. And and when the minimum wage runs on ballot initiatives, Democrats win. Because yeah. people come out and vote for it. So, so having seen yourself as somebody who votes for minimum wage is not a negative in any way. You may not get Republicans. So here's the thing, comrade. Republicans are voting against Democratic bills because they they suck. Yeah. Go go ahead, Wanderer. Then I have a comment on this. Go ahead. So if if minimum wage is is very popular and when it's put as like on the ballot, people vote for it. Why can't states just do it? Because, uh, because not every state has a ballot initiative that allows it. But the yeah. states that do have passed it. Yeah. And again, if we have a federal minimum, that's why it's called the federal minimum wage, then you can solve the problem. We talked about that last week, where the easiest way to solve this problem is you say, yes, here's where we're going. If you need assistance to pay your people, if you're a small business and you need small business right. assistance, we're going to give it to you in this bill and move it forward. I'll bet you something here, comrade, and I, I they read the whole 600-page document in the Senate tonight to slow things down. You know, if I was a staffer in there and I was the one that had to read, I'm like, look, Senator, if you want this read, march your happy ass down here and you, you read it because I don't want to read it. What's they that? read it to an empty room. Yep, because none of the senators showed up. They just wanted to delay stuff. 
But remember, the aides are either people looking to give themselves a political boost or or the true believers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like are, they're not going to be the ones. Well, they're government true. employees. They're getting yeah. paid whatever it is to sit there and read read a book, the read out loud for an hour. To, to read it are the clerks. Yeah, they're the people that record. They're they're government employees of the. Oh, I thought, uh, I thought it was no. the aides of the senate. No, 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 no. The, the clerks, the actual oh, seriously hourly employees have oh, to read this. Garbage. That's why I would have said, you know, senator, if you want this read, march your happy ass down here and you read it. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, maybe they're getting uh, overtime for it. They, they might. They might. They, they might. For time and a half. Yeah. I wonder if they. I wonder if they had a, a like a nice flashback to uh, what is it? Mr. Smith goes to Washington. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. That old Gary Gary Cooper movie. Uh, Gary Jimmy, Cooper? Stewart. No, Jimmy Stewart. Jimmy Stewart. Jimmy Stewart. Jimmy Stewart. Yeah. yeah. Get Jimmy your Stewart. old white guy yeah. straight. Sorry. <laughs> they all look the same. Well, no, get your, your old old old, old white guy straight, Mary. Yes. And so th- I got my misters confused. Mr. Potter, I love my old building and loan. All right. So um, the problem here is that the, you have that bill. And like I said, add the, you know, I guarantee you, comrade, and this is what I wanted to bet you on, and we yeah. should look at this, okay. is the money that was there for assistance to make this $15 an hour happen that's in that bill is probably still in the bill. Yeah. So what money? the, like the wage assistance, case? the wage assistance is probably still in the bill, but they removed the $15 an hour out of it, meaning that there's billions of dollars that were added to help out with, with uh, federal wage assistance, if that would have gotten there, but the wage is gone. So it's going to be money that's just going to be slush funded again uh, to a bunch of people like, like it happened last time, hundreds of thousands of dollars to everything but water. You know, in order to pay for people because, you know, a retail store isn't open right now, right. you know, which is absolutely ridiculous, you know, and in, instead of wanting to actually and every senator that stood up, a lot of the representatives that stood up in opposition to this one point nine trillion dollar assistance bill to help Americans out who are in the most you know, who help the then these are the Americans that are in the most vulnerable, vulnerable positions. These are the, the, the people who really need it. They slashed it down. And again, they didn't change the overall number of the bill, the $1.9 trillion. Yeah. They struck down certain sections of it and left the money still in there. Right. So who's that money going to go to? It's going to go to corporate entities. It's going to go to others. And every Republic, every GOP member that stood up complained about, um, the remover, removal of gender for the Potato Head brand, uh, re- uh, the canceling of Dr. Seuss, or the Muppet Show, putting up a warning to say that some things that are in the – the Disney said some things in the Muppet Show that are being put on Disney Plus might be out of sync with modern ideals. And it was just a little warning flashy thing that came up early on like six episodes out of the entire catalog of Muppets. And, you know – but, and, they, and there were six books that were taken down. The publishers like, I don't want to, pu- we don't want to publish these anymore. They have, these have cartoons in them that are just out of, out of alignment with modern te- modern stuff. The, the Seuss people don't want these published anymore. So we're not going to publish them anymore. And then of course the potato head, which we all know potatoes go both ways. Go both ways. So uh, it's a potato. So they're selling it as a potato toy with all of the stuff to put on it. It's no longer says I mean, Mr. or Mrs. Can, potato Head. You can I technically mean, carve a potato into any form that pleases you. Let let's let's be honest, who hasn't put Mrs. Potato Tips Mrs. Potato Head's lips on Mr. Potato Head? Everyone has. Yeah. 
Yeah, you had true. to have both potatoes. Now yeah. you only need one potato. Yeah, that's a good this choice. Way. Yeah. But, but you know what? As a parent, friends. that's like less toys that I have to purchase. And F, like instead of, you know, my brothers had had Mister, and but then they had me, and so I wanted girl accessories too. They had to, they couldn't just buy those accessories. They you had, had to buy, buy a whole damn new potato. So now you can get a potato head and dress it up whatever way you want. That's right. Yeah, cross dress potato head. I always they also have genders. They yeah. spud. Yeah, they do. They put out runners and you cut out the eyes and you plant the eyes and you get new potatoes. They are yeah. literally non-gendered. They're not they're non-gendered. Yeah. Yep. Why are uh, you trying to gender something that never had a gender to begin with? <laughs> yeah. It just drives because, me because, because we're good, white it's good males. for marketing and it's good to make sure that people have to spend more money to buy all the stuff. Well, and it goes white, back it and, goes back to the white males and we like our genders. It goes back to speak for yourself. It goes back to <laughs> uh it goes back to that model of let's put out a a blue hammer and uh, tool set and a pink hammer and tool set. And that is so that anybody who, you know, the boys can have the blue one and the girls can have the pink one. We're making that way we can double the profit because the boys don't want the pink tools and the girls don't want the blue tools. Yeah. It's like, no, uh, they're just tools. Just yeah. put out the damn. pink was put on baby boys. Exactly. It dresses too. masculine color. Yeah. Yep. Dresses too. And uh, Charlie in the uh, in the chat has a big <laughs> has a very big uh, big statement over here. It says, uh, "I'll tell you, uh, it was it was the Sousa State, and uh, the guy who did the micro machine commercial to read it. Oh, that's uh, that's funny for the, uh, for the bill. Yeah, six minutes that long. Anybody who does the the very quick uh, reading there, yeah. and the lips go in the ear holes. Everybody knows that. Yeah." Um, and that's the other thing. It's like, I don't understand how people, and these were the things they were bringing up on the, on the house floor and on the Senate floor when they're talking about people who are literally people and companies that are sitting there going, Hey, can we get a little government assistance out here? Hey. And then they took the amount of money. They said, Oh, well people, if, if you're a couple and you make more than, what was it? Was it $85,000 <laughs> as a couple? Yeah. As a couple. You no longer get no. stimulus. What was it? It was a hundred. Was no, it a hundred grand? A, it's, it used to be a hundred and fifty for and a couple, they, and now it's one twenty-five. They well, they lowered it to the point where literally they took eighteen billion dollars, which is still in the bill, by the way. Oh yeah. The ch- the difference was eighteen billion dollars. It's still in the bill as yeah. money in the bill because the number one point nine trillion never changed. So the money in the bill is still the same money. So all of these things they're arguing over, the amount of money has not changed, which means to me that these pricks, and I use that gender neutral, uh, all of these pricks that are in there are going to give that money to their friends that have massive corporations. That's what it's for. That makes sense because it didn't, I couldn't figure out why you would cut that money down for giving to people and not reduce the overall total of the bill. Right. Right. And it, and, and that's why they were so adamant to, to say, Oh, we don't want to give, we don't want to give people a hundred who make $150,000, 80 bucks. Cause that who they might not, you know, yeah, they don't need it. So give it to people who need, do need it. Yeah. But, but when you cut, I, I thought it was, I thought it was, we should look up how much they cut it to. I thought it was 90, but um, uh, yeah, it was it was it was a much lower number. I, we can look that up. It's not it's not in the five digits. It's still in the six digits for a couple. Okay, but they what they did was they narrowed the window, 
right? So, right. so instead of it, like, it's not a broad span; it's a very narrow span now. Yeah. But um, you know, basically, like one one person in a couple can make the full seventy five, and the other has to make a third of that. Yeah. Or something like it's it's. I it's, see. You, so they, they, they basically anyway. what they said was, uh, for a household, not everybody gets the same. Right. So, right. so in the first one, regardless of status, like every every adult got the fourteen hundred bucks, and every child was worth X amount of money. Now it's fourteen hundred bucks for the first, a little bit less for the next, and then the kids. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and I think the idea there was to make sure that more households get access to it instead of individuals. Uh, but that's arbitrary, especially yeah. like yeah. you said. The cost of the bill stays just, the same. Just give the people the money they need it, and they will use it and spend it. Yeah. That, and again, there these people are sitting up there uh, who are again the eight that voted against the fifteen dollar, the six that vote, Democrats that voted against the the fifteen dollar minimum wage, mm-hmm. are all people that netted over a million dollars last year. So yeah. that that and, and it's like oh, but they're 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 senators. It's like well, yeah, well as we've said before, maybe they shouldn't maybe be making these decisions yeah. for the for the for the majority of people. You know, it, it is a to me, it's a huge problem. Yeah. I found the text. There you go. It's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot. It's it's complicated. And it's com- com- it's overcomplicated for a reason. Yeah. So, but, but yeah, that that makes sense. Why why they keep cutting this stuff out? Because they know there's a pool of money that they can appropriate to do build a bridge in Arizona or something. Yeah, to nowhere. Yeah, I guess yeah. that makes sense. I it just it just floored me. First of all, that they would they would cut the unemployment. Yep. Like. People, uh, the, this belief that if you if you starve people, they'll work harder, uh, is is such bullshit. Yeah. Well, I, I brought I brought that up last week though. the The idea of yeah. the idea of they don't want people who worked for tips or other things like that because they want them to go back to work and get their right. two sixty three an hour and right. their tips instead Which of being wi- wi- instead of actually staying on unemployment. And staying out of harm's way and and not and stopping the spread, but they would rather them go so that they you know so that the businesses can be open. It's it's unbridled capitalism, which yeah is profits over lives. Yeah, and that, absolutely. That's we need to, we need to un we need to stop that. Yeah. So. <sighs> Drives so, me crazy. Uh, other happy news. What else happened? Well, like uh, the, the well the Dr. Seuss thing. Uh, yeah, that's Dr. Yeah. Seuss. Uh, we did talk about so, that a little bit yeah. in in uh, the idea that that's the outrage. Again, this mock outrage. Mm-hmm. Well, no, I read that book. My my grandfather read that book, and then I stopped someone and I said, "So your grandfather read that book?" And they went, "Yeah, my grandfather read that book." I said, "Did they read it to you?" And they went, "Well, yeah, they read it to me." I'm like, "You do realize that the Dr. Seuss books started out in the 1940s." That they, but they really weren't popularized until the '50s, and then the '60s is when they really came into their own. When there was a large group of them, so when they're like, "Well, you know, my father read them, you know, my grandfather read them, to my father, and they, they, you know, my father read it to me. I want to read them to my children." And I'm like, "Hold on, you can still read those books to your children. Do you have those books? Well, yeah. Well, that's cool. You just can't buy new ones because they're just not publishing them anymore. They're being. And are you ready? We got this from the librarian." They're being retired. 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 They're just not going to be in print anymore. Just like all of the Bibles prior to the King James Version. Right. You know? And like most other books. Yeah. They get retired. 
Yeah. So I shared um, an article from uh, the Pragmatist uh, on Facebook. Oh yeah. And and one of my old high school buddies decided to comment on it. Um, it was the it was the Theodore Geisel Dr. Seuss one, right? It had a picture of Theodore Geisel. The, yes. Yeah. yeah. It was the okay. BBC article. Yeah, that basically. one. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, long story short, uh, the Seuss estates decided to change, you know, what their practices are and it created a bunch of publicity and all publicity is good publicity. So their sales are through the roof. That's neither here nor there. Um, my, my Facebook buddy comments with a Breitbart article with the headline that reads Jimmy Kimmel quote, canceling Dr. Seuss is how Trump gets reelected. And I'm like, what do you, this isn't. Did you read the article? What do you, what? Yeah. And then, and then uh, he goes on, well, however you want to spin this, man. I'm like, I didn't spin it. I asked if you read the article. That's not, that's not spin, but that's, yeah. that's and adversarial then, immediately, which exactly. means that he didn't yeah. read the article. Exactly. The answer was, should have been yes. And in this section of the article, it says that Jimmy Kimmel says, this is how president Trump gets reelected. And here's, the and I just part. said that. And I owed a shot. Yeah. Here's the fun <laughs> part. Um, Copyright ends. So at some point, these books will become the public domain. Yes. And if somebody wants to reprint them, they're more than welcome to do so. I never read those books. It's it's not clear the artwork. It's not clear the artwork, though. But the but right. the words become public. You know, the words it, become yeah. public domain, but the artwork probably does not. Well, actually, the you could reillustrate so, it and then you so. could sell it or whatever. According you can, you to as racist as you like. Yeah. According to illustration and copyright of creative works, those are imagery. Uh, it is uh, twenty years. If it's an estate, this is the this is where it becomes a question. When a corporation owns it, it's ninety nine years because right. a corporation owns it. Uh, when it's an individual, it's twenty years past your death. Okay. Okay, so you're, but if it's part of an estate, which is a corporation, then it's 99 years, and then they have an option of renewing that during that time. So, so yeah, even the illustrations that are there would then could be renewed. That's why they have but, been. But yeah, what what all I'm saying is, yeah. on a long enough timeline, it can be resurrected. Oh, of course, it's not gone. It's just not being published by the people who have the publishing rights. And it's right. not saying that someone couldn't go to a garage sale and buy it. Yeah. Jackbooted thugs aren't marching up to everyone's home and <laughs> kicking the door open and saying, "Where are your Doctor Seuss books? Give us your Doctor Seuss books!" You know, and then burning them in your front yard. Four fifty one out here. Exactly. Yes. But and the, the politicians complaining about this aren't the politicians that are complaining about the banned book lists and like public libraries and like school libraries. They're like, oh no, that's that's fine. That's right. Like, they're they're the same people that wanted to boycott Life of Brian when it came out. Right. 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 Well, also, the, the librarian made a comment in our Slack earlier in this week where all of the Dr. Seuss books on their shelves are gone from the public library. And she overhears a lady saying, well, you see, this is what happens when cancel culture, blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, they've all been checked, checked out. out. There is a six day waiting list for all of the they're gone because people want them now. Yeah. And that's and that's what I'm saying. Like this in the end, all of this is done is given the, the Seuss estate wonderful publicity and their books are flying off shelves. Thespian and then this wander. happened during the oh. anniversary of his birthday. Right. Oh yeah, that's true. It did happen so, during the anniversary so, like, of his birthday. It's always they're always gone during this like these weeks. Right. Right. It's it. What's the name of the 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 holiday? Then it's not a holiday, but it's a reading thing. It's like Cat in the Hat Day. 
Kind of had no, that. <laughs> no, it's not. There's actually a encouragement. I forget what it's called. It's like you know, love to read day, and that happens to be on uh, his birthday. Yeah, his birthday, and yeah. usually they're coincide. But like five years ago or something, they said, ah, let's not emphasize Dr. Seuss as much. Let's just emphasize reading. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then this comes out on his birthday, and it's like now schools have canceled Dr. Seuss, and it's like no, that's not what's happening. Thespian. Yeah. Um, so there, I just happened to look up the list and, uh, one of them was one that I remember, like I, that I've read within the last five years of knowing children. And I, and I couldn't really remember like what was bad about it. Um, and it's, if I ran the zoo and so I like looked up the, the words for it and was like, what, what is bad about it? And like, it could be the drawings, who knows? Uh, but it's. It's the first book that that actually uses the word nerd. Yeah. And huh. that is why. Um which in my vernacular that isn't a negative connotation, but at that at one stage in my life that would have been detrimental to hear. So um I mean well, I was one. Well another one another one is on beyond zebra. Uh, which which has a lot of questionable illustrations. Uh, Mulberry Lane, what is it? Something well, Mulberry. Yeah, I heard it on Mulberry Street. I heard it on Mulberry That's Street. The one I remember. Which has some rather interesting illustrations. Now, mm-hmm. what they could have done, and and this would have not caused controversy, would have been to you know, hold a competition and have people draw new new images of it. Same same information, but that but there are words in there about people with you know, various uh, physical things that are there. So yeah. it's another question. And, and I think, I think that's, that's what Chinese it is. Chinese boy eating is, with sticks. Yes. I, th- I think in the end, right. What this is, is it's a pushback against having to reframe our perspective of the world in yep. a way that isn't white motivated and white right. driven. Exactly. Right. That's exactly and, what and it is. I, and I understand that, you know, when your entire world has been, you know, perceived and defined from one perspective, it seems arbitrary in many ways. It seems destructive in many ways. It's incredibly confusing in a lot of ways to be told, no, that thing that you know, the only way you know that thing is wrong. That doesn't mean that you as a person are wrong for knowing it that way. That just means we need everyone to take an adjustment and understand that there's a different way to look at these things that could be better and more inclusive to more people. Right. And that may change again in 20 years. Like that, That's the thing about it, right? Like What we're dealing with isn't uh, some dry thesaurus definition of a book of, of, of a word that means X, Y, Z to certain people. This is our, 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 our modern culture has decided that certain imagery, certain words, certain word usage is just inappropriate. And especially in the context of children who do not have the, the nuance and the experience to understand, Hey, this is a historical reference, and and it was okay then, and it is not okay that now. No five year old gets that. They just hear fun words and see pretty pretty pictures, and then they regurgitate what they hear because they're just echo chambers, yeah. and they don't know that these things that they're saying because they saw it in a book are wrong. Yeah, but our society goes through uh, this kind of reconciliation. At least white people do. Yeah, um, I'm not sure it's happened to everybody in our society, but. But where where things change and there's a rebellion. I mean, you, you yeah. think back to the to the '60s and early '70s with mm-hmm. guys with long hair and flowers and natural and the, you know the whole, the whole hippie thing. Yeah. 
and and the re the reaction was very hostile from the mainstream. You know, you need to cut your hair and dress like a man and all of that. You don't fiend. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then that kind of that kind of gets accepted, right? And and then it's okay. And then there's the next phase and the next phase, and we're in one where there we are trying to as a society reconcile with the domination of white males and the impact it's had on people in our country. Yeah. And a lot of people are like, whoa, no, this is the way I like it. That's what's wrong with what I like. And instead well, I mean, of saying, hey, well, oh yeah, let me see how this injured people we, that I didn't realize. We've, I mean, we've kind of, we've kind of talked about it a little bit. Uh, uh, you know, the Florida Gators, um, right. one of their common fight songs was Gator Bait. Mm-hmm. Everybody loved it. It was hilarious. It was a lot of fun. Nobody knew it had well, maybe somebody did, but like in general public speak, nobody knew it had any sort of a racial connotation. Then it comes out that apparently it did. And like that was like for me, it, it, I, was, I was saying it's talking about like it's it's arbitrary, right? I'm a lifelong gator fan, so like I just know that. That's just the fun thing that you do with the game. But it comes and down, like, but comrade, it always comes down to this one. Well, it's it's a tradition. We've been doing it forever. And then you say Okay, let's investigate how long forever is. We got down to the to the singing of the national anthem. We talked about that, how it, that 1918 is when that happened. You know, it's like, yes, we understand that this song might have been happening for 100 years, but 100 years ago it was different. You know? It was very different. So and now you almost finished your thought. What was yeah. what was it? I was trying to kind of circle back on what I was saying about that feeling of it being arbitrary or strange or not necessarily making sense and it just seeming silly. Yeah. Right. And and that's and that's that's what I'm getting at with that idea of a white dominated social definition of things is to us it seems silly. But to someone who understands the historical context and represents that historical context, that can have a much greater impact and it's not arbitrary and it's not silly and in fact it's very significant. Wonder. That's the perspective we, a lot of us don't have. Um, so I had a friend and recently she like reached out to uh, like a, a group of people like, on a Facebook group she's a part of. And I was like, hey, I'm trying like she works in the mental health industry. I just like, you know, I'm trying to be like a better ally. Um, so she's like, she's like, what's the best way to like add pronouns to like my email signature and like how to hyperlink that for like people that might not understand why you're adding pronouns to it. Um, one person's all like, you don't need to do that. Just you be you blah, blah, blah. It's like that, that wasn't Mm. the point of this. Like, yeah, I can be me. And it's also like, I want other people to feel free to be them. And this helps clarify everything and lets them know, like it normalizes something that had a stigma associated with it. So, like, I've done it in some of my social media platforms where, yeah, put, put your pronouns down. Like, yep. normalize it so that people that do it specifically because they weren't always known by that, spe- like, that pronoun yep. don't feel singled out. Yep. Yeah. No, but, it's like, very easy. One person just, like, didn't get it and was like, no, like, you don't have to do anything special. Like, oh. treat everybody equal and just you be you. And it's like, that's not the point. It costs you nothing. Right? Yeah. Right. It costs you nothing to do it. it it's it, if if you're if you're a you know a cis person, he him she her whatever. It costs you nothing to put that down there. Right. But right. it lets everybody else who isn't in that group inclusives them into putting theirs down as well. They no longer stand out. It's yes. something that yeah. you do. But it's the same, like culture exactly. changes. Like 
kind of like move on with it. There's some people that are like, ah, no, like this is weird. We shouldn't do it. Like, like don't. The, yeah. And like, it's, it's for, for people in the sort of group and I'll use white males, cis white males. Um, I feel attacked. To, it's hard. It's hard to see some of these things. And I'll use the example on Mulberry Street. The one one thing I remember because we had this conversation on Slack yeah. was there's a there's a diagram of an Asian boy, and it's a cartoon. And and I remember when I read this because I was I was probably older by the time I found this book. It was probably twenty five or something, you know, twenty seven with kids. And I remember feeling that's just not right. But there's also in that book uh, illustrations of of black people that are very cartoonish. And I didn't remember them. I felt uncomfortable from the Asian guy, but not from the black. And that's just because of where that that mm. I'm a white male. That was yeah. People draw like, cartoons of black people like that all the time. Yep. But I hadn't been a, exposed to that from an Asian perspective. So it stood out to me. And that's just, we're not, it, I wasn't affected by any of that, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. That didn't insult me in any way directly. So it was easy not to see it. Well, and it comes and, down and to, it comes down to, and then comrade, it comes down to this idea where if you do a survey of all of Theodore Geisel, Dr. Seuss's books, uh, that the white males in power are drawn differently than the other, than all of the other, you know, whether it is a, a, a creature or whatever, the males are in control. Mm-hmm. Most of the time it's males and they are drawn in such a way that they have power and that everyone else is beneath them. Now that's, you know, it, it's again, we've progressed and being a progressive is hard And it's very difficult because you have to look at what you do on a daily basis and say, is this still valid? You know, uh, today I I was in a meeting and I said this and I said, I'm going to say something that is not inclusive and I need to say this now. This is not inclusive. If we have 60% of our people who get through this one class and 40% that don't, well, maybe that 40% needs some remediation and we should take care of the 60% that are actually doing well. But that's, but that's not against inclusion. It, that's it, that's it, objective. But there are people in the room that were only talking about how to make the 40% better. Which is what, but that's the goal as an educator is to make them better. But there's still an objective reality that you must face. Right. But like I said, it is not inclusive because you should have 100% going up. That we should treat everybody to make sure everybody gets forward, and I and I and and I'm often saying, look, you know, we have a, a small portion that are just not shouldn't be in the in what we're doing. It, they've picked the wrong the wrong major. They've picked the wrong thing to do, and they're just not good at it. Let's encourage them to do something else that they're good at. But no, people are like, no, no, we have to make sure that everybody here. It's like. I'm going to say something non-inclusive at that point and say, we're not going to include the, that, that, that bottom 10% that can't do this and move forward with the rest. Uh, comrade was next. And then, then the I, wonder. I do want to, I Canadian, when you were discussing the illustrations in the Seuss books, it really brought up an, uh, kind of an interesting question in my mind. Um, if we are using these books 
as a way to engender a sense of joy and, and wonder at reading and books in general for small children. And we don't bring attention to, you know, the, the, the bigotry in the uh, illustrations themselves. Because children don't know any better, would that perpetuate a negative stereotype or would that simply be put by the wayside if you, if you just don't say anything? No, I, I, so, I mean, I, I think it's up to, to people reading the book or, or right. with the child. But, but if you, my point about the stereotypes is I had been exposed to black stereotypes my entire life by that point. Right. All the time. And, right. and so seeing it was not something that was outstanding. You know, it didn't, it did, it just was, oh, that's another, that's how people draw black people when they yeah, want to be funny just, or something. Yeah, right. right. It, it was just something to brush off. Whereas the Asian boy, I always felt uncomfortable with the Charlie Chan movies. I never liked them because they were like, this is just wrong. Asshole. So, asshole. So, so yeah. Yeah. Seeing it, I wasn't I wasn't but but what I'm uh, getting at is indoctrinated to it. Right. But yeah. what I'm getting at though, right? So I'm I'm imagining that your exposure to the Seuss books in general, that that was not made a point of emphasis either way. Oh, it was no, simply just no. let me read you this fun story and it, also it was, hear some pictures. Right. Right. And I'm wondering like if that's our approach, if we approach it as, hey, you're three, you like fun rhymes and bright colors. This isn't about you know, the deeper meaning of the iconography and things like that. Maybe at, an, at a later age, we can revisit it and make sure you understand that certain things are not acceptable. I, like, at what think, point are you perpetuating the stereotype illustrated? And at what point are you I, I think you need to get, to get rid of them because my yeah. point was, is I had been exposed to those stereotypes. Mm -hmm. So they seemed normal by the time I read this book. Right. Fair. So I'm reading it to my kids and it seems normal. Right. Yeah. Right. Because... I had been exposed to them. If I had never been exposed to them, much like the Asian stereotype, I got you. I got you. I would have. Would have I would like, have wow. been like, yeah. "Wow, this yeah. is bad." Yeah. Right. Okay. I hear that. That makes sense. That makes sense. Well, and so I've never read any of those books that have been banned. And when I read Doctor Seuss, like I always did get like good messages from the, from mm -hmm. them. Like, Horton hears a who. And then the one about the, not the sneeches, um, the trees, the, and the Lorax. The Lorax. Yeah, the Lorax. Yeah, so the Lorax. Like, I'm used to, like, the sneeches is also good, too. Yeah. So I'm the used to books having, like, good, strong, kind of, like, positive social, social messages in them. So when I first heard that, I was like, what? Like, someone was like, well, they were written, like, a while ago, and when you're a lot of times writing about how racism and and kind of bigotry are bad, like they're going to be in a book. Yeah, but I don't think that's and, the issue. And, and, and it's not. I, it's not at all. I was yeah. wrong. The messages <laughs> in the book are, are I mean, even... But that was, that was my first thought about these books being banned because all of yeah. the books I've read have had such positive social yeah. messages. Yeah. 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 I mean, even I the, the one I talked about that I read around Mulberry Street is got a relatively positive message, right? And Meet and, your neighbors, yeah. And... But the iconography in it is not positive. Right. And, and maybe at the time it was drawn, it was okay. But it's not something you want to reinforce going forward. Yeah. So. And, you know, many of us could probably recite, you know, things like Green Eggs and Ham or 
the Grinch, like them, so you know, from from memory because they were things that we you know learned how to read or or we read to our children. You know, I read it to my daughter, and that's how I know. You know, I can I can do uh, you know the Goodnight Moons book without even reading it anymore because that was the book I read every day for a year. You know, to my daughter to get her to go to sleep. But it's one of those things. It's like you know, it, we they're they're fine and and interesting things. But how many of those people who are in the Senate and the House care about the book, or care about reading to their children, or do they have children, or have they ever bought one of those books? You know, it's the the whole. No one cares. It has nothing to do with any of that. It has to do with they have an agenda that says the left is trying to remove anything that is in the past that they feel is wrong and, and, and cancel everything else. So honest, honest, honest to, to sky daddy, it, any, they would be against anything that they perceive the left doing. It doesn't matter what it is. Right. What if we all start suddenly became like, like pro Nazi. <laughs> well, they, the they fun would, part is, but Nazi then, but but, but they'd yeah, they still be Nazis. They'd still be Nazis. Be but comrade, right? the fun part is, is one of the things that that some people were using as a support for. Well, Doctor Seuss should be canceled. Was an illustration he did during the Second World War that showed a Nazi and their tie into like corporate America. And, and, and it's one of those things. And they were saying, well, see here, he has Nazis. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. That's a completely out of context picture. That's actually anti-Nazi, not pro-Nazi. Well, yeah. So your cancel culture is going to cancel Nazis now, right? Yeah. 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 Remember that the, the whole concept of the existence of a cancel culture is nothing more than a dog whistle to avoid having to have the conversation we've been having for the last 20 minutes. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. It's that idea that it's much easier to cry wolf and point fingers than it is to really critically examine your preconceived notions of the world and how you may be wrong. And the same thing. That's hard, that's yeah. hard so, to do. So if you cancel a dog whistle, does that mean you hear it? I think you do hear it. Yes. I so that's how that works. Yeah. And all that bombshell. Yeah. So the Muppet show, just to, just to finish up on this one. So the, so the Muppet show itself uh, they put up, uh, they basically said, you know, here's a few things that we want to put in front of the, uh, the show, the episodes that they put something in front of, um, basically, where is it here? Uh, they put tr- kind of like trigger warnings on it. Yeah, that's fair. Saying that there are some things in here that are, you know, the way that these characters interact might create some form of uncomfortableness you know, in people, which is fine. And when they, when I heard, do it for old media. Now let's face it. When I heard, when I heard the Muppet show was having shows that they were putting you know, warnings in front of, I was like, they're making new Muppet shows. Did Gonzo finally nail a chicken? Did he finally <laughs> catch a chicken and nail it? I mean, is that's what's happening? I mean, uh, that, that's the, that's the gone show on uh, the, the Muppet show on WB. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's yeah. The other so, network. so, can you look up what the what the trigger warnings are for Blazing Saddles? Really oh, exactly. It. Yeah. Uh, and um, tr- trigger warning for anybody who lacks a sense of sarcasm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The, the thing is, is you you can't make that movie today. No. I mean, may, maybe maybe you could remake it later. Well, but it is. They did make such, Django. They did. That was that Quentin was Tarantino made Django. But but it was such a. a What's the right word I'm looking for? Uh, Irreverent. 
No, but it but it poked fun. Of, it it actually embraced the racism of the Wild yeah. West and poked fun at it at the yeah. same time. Yeah, and poked fun at the sexism and and whatnot in the movie industry. Yep, yeah. it it was it's brilliant. Um, but yeah, you can't you can't do it now. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Uh, Google Translate cancel culture. What's this? Uh, I don't like facing consequences. I don't understand that one, Charlie. Uh, basically, if you type cancel culture into Google Translate, the result you'll get is I don't like facing consequences. <laughs> Typical. Typical. We got a good good observation here from from a commenter, uh, Kevin. The publishing company, uh, uh, the Seuss. Yeah, uh, uh, estate did it perfectly. You admit something in your past was wrong, and you make efforts to fix it. That's how you make it so you don't get canceled. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So, so this week, a potato, a Lorax, and a Muppet walk into a bar, <laughs> and the bartender says, "We're closed. <laughs> We're closed. COVID. <laughs> we got COVID. Get out. Go. No, go away. Your yeah. Where's your, where's your masks?" Yeah, exactly. And on that Bob show, we'll be back after this. You are listening to One Man Revolution with your host, the revolutionary. And the comrade. And the Canadian. And the thespian. Yes, the wanderer wandered off. She does that. She does do that on occasion. All the time. Yes. As she is wont to do. As she is wanton to do. Sorry, I'm trying to set something up, and it's like an oh, arms like reach DJ away. It's so arms reach away. Remix. Yeah, yeah exactly. Woof, 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 yeah. Woof. Oh, I didn't grab a second beer. I was in here talking to everybody oh, and never got a second beer. That's. Uh, I'm like, I'm supposed to be that, doing something that. right now. You get your shot as well. Yes, I should grab my shot as well. Like uh, so, uh, because... so uh, I know that everybody else is. Uh, I'm. I'm fine. I still have some beer in here. I'll get one in a minute. We'll talk amongst ourselves while you go get your beverage. Oh, uh, all right. That's fine. Can I open mine? Yeah, yeah get go it. for it. What you got? Anyway, Cyborg Brewing. Citra Nelson. Ah, oh, very good. That's Citra hazy... Nelson, Citra Nelson, Citra Nelson. It's like Beetlejuice. It's their hazy IPA. I also, uh, the, the revolutionary was making at a cocktail during our, our opening uh, dialogue uh, before the show of uh, ginger, ginger. He had ginger ale. Uh, some sort of uh, uh, blended uh, whiskey and some lemon, and so I made one of those with ginger nice. beer. Um, and actually, the only the only whiskey I have at the moment is uh, whatever you were drinking. Oh, uh, Uncle Nearest. Uncle Nearest. So it's actually got Uncle Nearest in it. And, That's a and, delicious cocktail, sir. And and some lemon. Is he it's, related to Mommy Dearest? No, almost certainly. It, it's quite good. The ginger beer is, is very spicy, so it's good. Oh, nice. So the thespian and I are sharing the bourbon barrel aged apple cider with peach. Is is that mean? Is, is she enjoying your? Is that Dickens? Is that is she enjoying your Dickens cider? inside word yes oh if that doesn't if that doesn't make a a show title i don't know what it is her dick inside word beautiful actually that's a bit of a tinged color but uh it's not quite that orange but it's beautiful color i haven't had a chance to try it yet so it's like a honey honey golden this is the citronelson it's it's orange juice basically 
The nose is just peach. Like, it's all peach right in your face. I, I didn't get that. So, uh, I've opened up, up a, uh, a raspberry uh, sideward cider. I'm gonna I take feel an, like I smell whiskey. I'm going to take a nice, a nice uh, bourbon barrel. So, that would be whiskey. So, on that can release, I bought the uh, barrel-aged barley wine. And I'm going to keep that for a little bit. See how it ages. So I, I've taken some of the cider out. And now I'm going to take this rum. <laughs> <laughs> and with a little magic. Citronelson is quite good. That's really tasty. Ooh, that's nice. I like that it's just a... It's, if only Sideward were a sponsor. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, um... Mandy has made overtures multiple times of like, well, if you if you ever want beer, it's like, uh, yeah, well, we always talk about it anyway, so it's yeah, fine. But, you know, I would buy their beer because I want them to stay around. Exactly, so. and that's my thing too. It's like I buy everybody's beer that I love because I love them. That has nothing yeah, to do with I, anything I, else. I certainly don't have a problem buying it. I'm just saying yeah. they could be the plugged beer on every episode. <laughs> that's true. Um, I want to point out. I want to point out they have been the plugged beer on every episode <laughs> for literally the past year. Literally the last year. Tonight. Yeah, especially they're, tonight. They're, they're once a month can releases. Yeah, that's know? exactly it. We yeah, you, they release it and then it's gone and you don't get it. And you if can you always miss tell it, when their can releases are because our next show was nothing. <laughs> but Cyber. Yeah, nothing but nothing but Cyber. <laughs> we did. Um, yeah. We did go to another. Uh, Browery. Browery. Yeah, we had stopped by Ivanhoe Park. And they had adjusted. I remember I had the pineapple vibes. That was like their their blonde ale with pineapple, and they changed the name of it, and it tastes a little different. And I don't like it. Yeah. Like I don't. I I liked it enough to have a couple, but like <laughs> it I, wasn't as good as it had been. It wasn't as good. Say, huh. <laughs> I will say though, this bourbon barrel cider is very different, I but I like taste it. Taste a lot more peach. Than what I smell because what my first yeah. whiff and it could so be it, the glass I don't know but it just like it's it's, a, it's a you're about cider? to drink whiskey and then you drink a sweet it's an apple beer, cider with peach okay and it very much tastes so like they put a, peach a peach puree in the barrel so that's actually called a braggot that's what a braggot is uh, no that's a no sorry I'm sorry that's I'm a sorry. sizer that's a that's a melomel. Melamel, Melamel. Melamel. Melamel? No, no. Wouldn't it be a sizer, though? As a po- because a Melamel would be mead. So it would be a sizer. Oh, yeah, it would be, so a be a sizer. Yeah, sizer. sizer. One of those yeah. weird things. Well, yeah. so it's it's Mal- delicious. It's a it's a bright, juicy apple cider with peach. Mm-hmm. Strong peach. Um, and then the bourbon. The bourbon, it, it's possible my palate is affected slightly because I did just have some coffee. But uh, the, the bourbon is there. The bourbon is mellow. Uh, normally I'm not a big fan of bourbon barrel anything because I get a buttery texture from it and I'm not getting yeah. that here. I think yeah. the acidity of the cider is balancing I, that very nicely. I wonder if it's phenomenal. Bourbon barrel aged cider is better than a beer because it's so much sweeter and so much lighter. That if the, this is the any indication, then yes. Bourbon adds some richness to it or deepness mm-hmm. to it. Mm-hmm. So many newts. There are so many newts. Because bourbon barrel aged anything beer is generally not very good. No, it's I agree. Got, it's not good. It's got tones I don't like in it. Mm-hmm. And I'm a little skeptical of the the barley wine. 
Yeah. But a barley wine again is very sweet, so I'm hopeful that the the yeah barley barley wines are good. I'm sorry, this isn't as sweet as the last cider. No, it's yeah. not. Uh, no, but but I think that's expensive. a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. No, but, this but is it, this is pretty well balanced. Mm -hmm. I can. But I some mean, of that is because it was aged in a bourbon oak barrel. Thanks for exactly. Out that line. Now I know, like, how much have I had of my beverage? <laughs> so, so it was a 500 milliliter bottle, and I have I happen to have two different tulip glasses that have graduated lines on them, and uh, it was very satisfying to get 0.26 liters in each glass. <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh, that's someone's making a bad business decision over there. They're overfilling their bottles. <laughs> Had we looked yeah. at it. Straight on, like, like level, uh, it would have been on. That's like getting the the last COVID shot out of you know taking the vials and getting the very last one shot one out of you. I want. Do five they tell vials those, give you a shot? Do they tell those people like, hey, just so you know, this is the the bottom of the yeah. You, you're you're, 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 you're you licking the, the spoon here when we give you this shot. Yeah. But remember, so, if you kick the keg, it's free. <laughs> that's true. Uh, but all COVID vaccines, if you are Never getting happened. one, should be coming in as free. If you get a bill for them, immediately call uh, your congressman and everyone else and, because you should not pay that. And, your and the news. Yeah. Right. Your insurance company should not be paying so, it. It is federally subsidized right now. So inter interestingly, our governor, Ron Death Sentence. Um, <laughs> okay. and try, I'm sorry. Who's I, been trying to kill us all yeah. uh, for the last uh, year or so? I'm yeah. going to say a really weird sentence. Hey, Ted Cruz, Ron DeSantis. Yeah, yeah Ted Cruz, Ron DeSantis. <laughs> yeah. Ted Cruz, that guy. Yeah. Uh, that's a way we avoid a strike. Yes. The, the, um, <laughs> and his, his complete lack of a COVID uh, vaccination plan. Yeah. His plan is like, well, I'll just give it to some people and they'll give it out and it'll be fine. Um, he's under fire he, right now, though, by he, by several groups that are saying that he was giving it out to rich white people in yeah, Republican yeah. districts. He he is a he is a Republican. What else do you think he's going to do? Of right. course. Right. Um, but I will say he is one of the most proactive in terms of expanding who he's giving it to. No. Whoever's donating the greatest this week. Well, gets well, next up. You know, any any person who is now a K through twelve teacher can get it. So I just want to point out uh, that what he has done about who gets it uh, is is does not match anything that any other state has done. Correct. There are people all around the country that of all ages that have gotten the COVID vaccine, um, but the way that this administration within this state is doing it is not by any scientific piece of information. It's just that he got pressure about opening schools up. So therefore let's give something to all of the, uh, you know, to all of the teachers, but only the K through 12, not the faculty at universities where we have, you know, students who raw dog the air all the time. My, my point was not yeah. that he was a competent leader doing yeah. good for his state. My right. point was he is easily manipulated yeah. to do things that end up being good for his state. Yeah. He's just, yeah, he is very easily to say, Ted Cruz, you universities. Yeah, but, you know, they're not going to vote for him, so, you know, F, uh, That's a Ted good Cruz, point. you. Yeah. Ted yeah. Cruz. Uh, no, the, the, but, but it's interesting to me that he is completely buckling under pressure 
to open. I, I expect that in a, in a month it'll be a free for all for vaccines in Florida. We'll oh, open sure. it up to everybody because he's going to just collapse under the pressure of groups trying to pressure him to do it. And and he f- sees himself as the. I mean, there was a poll, and he's as if not more popular than Mike Pence in the re- in the Republican Party. So he sees himself as then as a presidential candidate running in the image of yes. Oh shoot! I said his no. I said I said Pence. That was okay. No, you're good. I mean, no, technically running in the image. uh, Wait, wait, running in the image, and this is good. Yeah. Of of the for for that last uh, couple in the White House, I'm going to call them the bitch and her witch. Wow. It's a wow. witch hunt. It's a witch hunt, right? See? Yeah. So, oh. so there you go. It's it's me the first pumpkin I ever Every, everybody roll 1d4 for psychic damage for the dad joke. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so so for the witch, uh, he's trying to be him and uh, he can't he just crumbles under pressure. So, yeah, no, no yeah, we so. we've all agreed that no one can be the leader of the last administration. Right. Because he is the worst human being known to man who only cares about himself and all of these other people. Well, and he doesn't care about what anybody else thinks about him. Uh, You know, and that's why he works. Governor descent death sentence. He actually cares what people think about him. Ted, uh, Ted Cruz, Senator Ted Cruz, Texas actually thinks about what people think about him. Now, if Ted Cruz would have been the former president, he would have gone to Cancun and not cared. He would have come back and he's like, what? I went to Cancun. So what? I went to Cancun. Yeah. So yeah. What? What's the big deal? People can't now, yeah. when you said Ted Cruz, did you mean Ted Cruz or did you mean Ted Cruz? <laughs> no, I meant I meant Senator Ted Cruz. Senator yeah. Cruz. Oh, so yeah. that would have been a strike. No, I said Senator Ted Cruz before that. Said, yeah, I gave him the title. I gave him the title. No, okay, but, uh, so, <laughs> I'm already didn't. hearing. <laughs> You know, I, I'm from, asking for it's a clarification. Asking for a friend. Multiple meetings. Yes, asking for a friend. From the mouth of babes, as it were, in in, in my new social circle in school, um, I'm hearing how great would it be if we had 45 death sentence 2024? And I said, why would you have the same person as a president and vice president? And they were confused. Yeah, and I said, "Well, yeah, I mean, you know, it's really difficult to find out where one ends and the other begins because one's head is so far up the other's ass." What are you, some kind of goddamn liberals? What surprised me is I made that comment and it it went away. The whole conversation yep. just went away because they know when they actually intersect a person that has a brain in their head that they think was on their side because your skin is white and you are male. And where they are, yes, location. And, yes, yes, and you're in a and you're in a program like that just to troll them. Yeah, yeah. So it's expensive. That's an expensive <laughs> troll. Well, so, someone also, someone went up to Matt Gates. Someone went up, went up to Matt Gates uh, at one of his his uh, meet and greets, and and but while the camera was on them, they they go, hey, yeah, uh, yeah, um. Uh, Representative Gates, uh, yeah, um, how'd you, you know, how'd you become such a big troll? Is it something that you work on or are you just a complete dick? 
and he was getting a cell uh, like a, a picture with him at the time and yeah. and gates yeah. is like hey uh yeah everything's cool wait a son of a and then tried it's to like, step away but he's like no i want an answer to this question how'd you become such a big troll does it just come naturally I, to you i mean i really you like so what you I, I really Take like what you say later tell me how it's, this works yeah. yeah it's like that girl that went up to uh senator ted cruz at the airport or something like that mm-hmm. and was mm-hmm. like hey can i get a picture with you and like unzipped her jacket and had a uh a little placard on her lanyard that said texas deserves better than uh, then Cruz, I think, just yeah. how what 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 would have been better is if she had been topless and had written that in like black market your magic marker across her breasts. Yeah, <laughs> just no. Then it's just a rips it open. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just just opens opens her shirt. You know, buttons it, takes the picture. How awesome! Free the nipple. As long as there's pasties, it makes it easier to spread on the internet. That's true. Hey, yeah, nips. free the nipple. Yeah, I, yeah. I, that's that's exactly I, right. Like I get it, but like you 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 make it you make it Disney friendly, and, and each one of the nipples has a little Ted Cruz face on it. Oh my God! Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Or Texas. Oh wait, would those Texas. be at the end of the tassels? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. What? That's it. Now you've turned this into a completely different talent. <laughs> <laughs> now, it's a now it is a complete a full burlesque performance and and what, you know what if we just had all of the gop leaders but as burlesque dancers mm. what a show it sounds like a good fringe what, show what it would be yeah, no like exactly like absolutely yeah. where i was thinking what popped into my head though was that monty python animation that they did <laughs> yes mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yes absolutely God. Just yeah. as long as they hold up the trumpets, trumpets to their asses. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know the the opening credits for yeah. Holy Grail are like 15 minutes into it, and I just I appreciate it so much because you're just like, what the hell? That came out of nowhere. Quick yep. si- segue. Yeah. Uh, anyway, back to yeah. whatever. Llama. And of course, my 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 sister was bitten by a llama. Oh no no! They've all been sacked. All of them have been sacked. Moose. No, and then no, it went. Really? It went moose, and then it went. Well, I was bitten well, by a moose, and then the llama. Then the llama came over. on after that. Yeah, the llamas yeah. were hit. Yeah. Were hired at great expense. Exactly. And then right before you have your seizure, that's when it switches to something else. Oh, but Charlie has a great one. It should be the Rocky Horror Senate Show. That's a good one. <laughs> but who would? Oh my God, but who? Who would be Frank and Furter? I'm gonna. Yeah. Who would be Frank and Furter in that Charlie, one? You will be. You, yeah. Lindsey Graham. Lindsey. Oh, Lindsey Graham would make a great Frank and Furter. No, yeah. wait. Yeah. Frank and Furter's running the show. No, uh, Mitch McConnell. Yeah. No, no. It would have to be. Rocky would be Matt Gates. I no uh, Rubio. Oh, Rubio would be a perfect senator. Yes. Wait. Would be. He would be a perfect. He would be a perfect senator to be Rocky. Yeah, right. In yeah. the little gold yeah, yeah. diaper, it'd be perfect. Oh my god! Yeah, it'd be so good. I th- this is the only time at which uh, Paul, what's his face? We could bring him back. Paul. Paul Ryan. Paul Ryan. Yeah, bring. Oh yeah, bring back Paul Ryan. He'd be perfect in a little diaper. But who would be Janet? Oh, Mitch McConnell. Nancy Pelosi, right? No, 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 Nancy. No, no. Oh, oh, AOC. Janet. Janet. Janet, she's not in the Senate. Oh. Janet would be Lindsey Graham. 
Oh, oh, you're making it all GOP. I forgot. Okay, we're trying to think of a GOP woman in the Senate, and uh, there aren't there, there aren't any. Yeah. Oh, but what about WTF? No, she's in the house. She's in the house. You yeah. you, you could have Lisa Murkowski or uh, I think Pelosi, Susan Collins, but Susan Collins has to wear clothes or pearls. Yeah. She's just not. She's not a I mean, Janet. Having Susan Collins in a pearl necklace for an entire production would be quite the thing. Yeah. Just make it a little bit broader and go Rocky Horror Congress show. And then AOC would definitely be Janet. And then Brad, yeah. I would make the no. guy in the wheelchair from the GOP who's a horrible uh, person. Yeah, that, that horrible person. The one who's been accused. He's like 25. He's accused of every crime, known to, sexual crime, known yeah. to man. He used to drive girls around at the Christian school he went to for one semester uh, oh. for fun rides. Um, he's uh, the he, taxi. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's, 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 he's the up and comer. He's 25. Yeah. He's young. Yeah. He's, he was, uh, he he's was, clearly a sexual predator. I was, I was going to make an up sexual predator. I was going to make an up in her joke, but no. Uh, oh, boy. Uh, David Madison Cawthorn. Yeah, Madison Cawthorn. Of course, he has three names. From North Carolina. Yeah. Why are all of the troublesome ones named with three? Um, serial killers, all serial killers, they name yes. with three names. Yeah. John Wilkes Booth. Yes. Uh, that's a, that's a, not that's a, a terrorist. Killer. Not a serial not killer. Not a serial killer. But no. He was. <laughs> he made it once. Terrorist. He was. Yeah. He was a terrorist. Yeah. There's John As Wayne. John, John Wayne. John Wayne is. <laughs> he also was an actor. John, John Wayne Gacy. Model. John Wayne Gacy. There it is. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. I left off a word. John, See, John Wayne murdered millions of little boys' <laughs> dreams, but that doesn't count. <laughs> well, it's like it's like uh, Ted Bundy is only two names, and people are like, well, Ted Bundy is a was a serial killer and only had two names, and I'm like, yeah. But it's it's Ted Theodore Bundy. Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Theodore Ted Bundy. <laughs> Theodore Ted Bundy. Be. Because they do the, the nickname in the middle with the quotes. So I would like to discuss the foibles of our current administration for a moment. Yes, let's discuss the foibles. Can we do the foibles? Please. I'm I, I there are so many right now that I'm angry about that I've been holding in. Don't foible shit. Foibles is kind of like moist. Where I'm not a huge fan of it, but it's It's very Yiddish. I'm a I'm a big I'm a fan of moist in the right circumstances. But go ahead. The Not word, as a word. A the good word moist <laughs> yeah. is 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 awkward. Yeah. A good piece of cake. Moist. I understand that. Yeah. Words I wouldn't like to hear from my president. Moist. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I think I think <laughs> President Biden talking about a cake. No, no, no. I think President Biden could say the word moist and it wouldn't be a problem. If the former president would have said that word, it would be a huge problem. Oh, huge problem. So so Much let's be more. honest. Cake is one of the few things that is allowed to be moist. Yes. Uh, if we leave off human anatomy, there's pretty much nothing else that's allowed to be moist. A towelette. Uh, moss. moss. A towelette. A moist but, towelette, yes. But moist moss. underwear? Sponge. No, that's not good. Moist oh, but also- pants? Moist cat? No, none of that works. Moist, moist only is, is very situational. Clothing? Yeah, it's very situational. No, no, there's no, there's no good moist. That would be damp. Moist, really. Damp is better. Damp's a better term. Um, uh, Comrade, uh, what is wrong with the current administration? Let's talk about those foibles. I okay. I want to start with Syria. Uh, Everybody wants to start with Syria. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. 
So there are many things. He did it for a good reason. He's allowed to do it and continue. I, well, that's not where I wanted to go with it, but that's fine. We can get there. Um, Khashoggi. Uh, yes. Is that the UAE? That is no, the that's, that's Saudi. That's Saudi. Right? Saudi Arabia. Saudi, I'm sorry. That's Saudi MF, MB, MB, MBG, MBF. BMF. BM, is, are, are yeah. you having a stroke? No, it's the guy's, it's the guy's initials. Yeah, it's oh, M M B F M B something M B yeah, something. Uh, he the 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 royal prince or whatever the crowned prince. Crown prince. Yeah, it's a uh, royal so, flush crown prince. Yeah, so um, Khashoggi was the the reporter, the reporter that was killed during the previous administration. If I remember U- correctly, U.S. citizen worked for the Washington Post. Correct. M B S Mohammed bin Salman bin Salman bin you. Salman. What was was Khashoggi a citizen or a visa worker? He is a citizen of the United. He was a citizen of the United, United States. States. Okay, okay, and reporter right. from the Times. Yes. So uh, Washington he, Post. Post. Yes. Post. And if I recall, he was in another country doing a report. Correct. And was attacked and murdered. Assassinated. Uh, he was. Yeah, he, he was. was he, I'm sorry. He was assassinated. A yeah. Political assassination. That happened uh, in the UAE, I believe. Yes. That's where it took place. Yeah. And then the killers went off to an embassy. Uh, so we basically knew who and what and how. Yeah. And uh, there was not a lot of doubt that bin Salman was involved in either giving the orders or at least supporting the orders being given. Yeah. Uh, we knew from the previous administration's relationship with Saudi Arabia that nothing was going to happen there. And we did not expect a lot. But we have a new administration and we expected better. And the we didn't get it. Was, the investigation was brought up again. It was renewed. It, it, it was, he was given an opportunity to pressure uh, the uh, Bin Salman, and he backed off. Yep. The, the CIA report was made public. Yeah. That right. said, That's what yeah, it was. Bin Thank Salman you. did it, and here's how he did it, yep. and here's how he's involved. They, they put out OJ's book again. Yeah. And, Basically, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I did it, and this is how. And, and, and what's awful about it is you know, here we have what we expected to be. A, a more, more backbone, a little bit more of an American ide- ideology from a from a foreign perspective, a foreign policy perspective, I should say, and big whiff, absolutely nothing, didn't bring it up at all, and that was really disappointing on a lot of levels because it doesn't take a lot to say, hey, that guy did it, and we are we actively condemn blah blah blah. We don't need the oil. We can tell him to go pound sand and move on. Yeah, he essentially said that. But then when it came time to say, and we're going to punish you, mm-hmm. they said, yeah, well, we'll give you a pass. We'll give you a pass on this one. You know? Yeah. I mean, they canceled the arms deal uh, like week one, and that was a good first step. And then they immediately took two steps backwards. Yeah. yeah. This is more than two steps. This is saying that a sovereign, a sovereign of another country can assassinate a reporter can, and a can assassinate an American citizen. An American citizen. Well, I, I I like saying reporter first because it's a, a reporter first, a person who is investigating that person and an American citizen. And the worst that's going to happen, not sanctions against you. It's like, yeah, that was bad. You should probably shouldn't do that again. Please so, don't do so, that again. So BMF could like kidnap me and assassinate me, mm-hmm. and. The U.S. government would be like, yeah, yeah, what the hell? It's just one guy, you know? Yeah. He and was that, Canadian, technically. That, but that, yet there was such an uproar about the four in Benghazi. Yeah. No, it, yeah. it's bad enough 
because because the President Biden was on the record saying they need sanctions against Saudi Arabia. We need to do something about this. This is outrageous. Yeah. A year ago. And now he's like, yeah, not a big deal. Yeah. So there's something in there that's that's been told to him that he needs. And mm-hmm. and that is what I'd like to find out what that is. Yep. Like, oh, if we piss off the Saudis now we have no no, you know, command and control over the region. Yeah. Or something like that. So we can't piss them off. In which case we need to get that. more we control. Need, we need to quit the Saudis. They are bad for us. Figure out how to solve quitting the Saudis. We need, well, we need the, to quit them. The, we're not so, we're not broke back mountain with them. We need to quit. No, no, defund it. Well, I guess it would be to defund it. We need to, we would have to defund. I don't No, it's not about defunding. It's all about oil trade. And yeah. and, and I yeah. and I wonder if what the Saudis offer us is a footprint in the Middle East oil industry because oh we God. don't have a lot of allies <laughs> in that part of the world. Yeah. And uh, I, I think the Saudis basically say, hey, look, we don't care about what you've done to our neighbors because we don't particularly like them and they don't really like us. So if you turn a blind eye to a couple things here and there, we'll make sure you always have access to this region's trade of oil. Right. And, you know, it's, it's the United States and it's we're talking about a, a five-decade U.S. politician who understands that uh, some things are more important than – calling out a murderer for his assassination of your own citizen, I guess. Well, our president, well, our president a few, a little while ago, not the current president, but the president before this one in, in, uh, in volume three, uh, murdered the vice president of Iran. Iran. Yep. Mm -hmm. Murdered him. Straight up. Straight up murdered him. And now we, and, and there were no repercussions at all. And now we're turning around and doing the exact same thing in recognition to another foreign power. So maybe it's the prerogative of the way that government works now that if a sovereign person, and it shouldn't be, but this is the way it's currently working. This is not a new thing. This is something that's only recently occurred in American politics. This is the way America's operated forever. Yeah. As soon as foreign policy became a question... Un- sanctioned and unsanctioned uh, assassinations became a, just another aspect of the business. Right. With with primarily catastrophic results, I will say. Oh, every time. time That's how we created uh, Osama, uh, not Osama, well, Osama bin Laden was okay. one, but but we also also created uh, uh, head of Iraq. Um, oh, Hussein. Who, yeah, Saddam Hussein. Yeah. We but, created but, Saddam Hussein by, by murdering the people that were there and replacing them with Saddam Hussein. And our... And our uh, Funded uh, insurgencies in uh, El Salvador and uh, Ecuador, Nicaragua, all of that. But but the the times that it, the U.S. succeeds mm. is Zero. the times. No, no, no. no we have succeeded A many lot. times, but it's the times we do so with support instead of bombs, instead of bullets. Right. So the times we give people food and sustenance and blankets and support and. Mm-hmm. And and the means to live and ease their suffering is the times that people turn around and, and like us. Yeah. The, the, speaking of speaking of bombs and failures, uh, that's another thing the Biden administration has also done. Uh, we've I forget which country this one was in, but we dropped bombs in a couple of places. We've bombed Syria a couple Syria, of times. Syria, thank you. We're, yeah. we're bombing Iranians in Syria. 
Allegedly. Alleged Iranians. Yeah. I don't support. know. It's, Pe- it's people, people who liked Iran, we bombed them in Syria. Are these like tiny little concentrated explosions for like one house kind they, of bomb? They, they are. They are, they are camps in the middle of the desert. The ones I saw pictures of were like six large bivouacs and then there were zero and a bunch of craters. Yeah. Right. Um, okay. They're, the they're other the of, other news too that came out recently was that we called off another airstrike because it was reported that there were children there. I don't know how much of that I believe. That sounds very um, movie esque. Well, it, it, it that that came out rather conveniently when the uproar was beginning about the initial bombings. Uh, hey, we um, we didn't kill any children. We just killed sixteen yeah. year olds. They're not kids. They're yep. not kids. They can pick up a gun and make I a mean, choice. Okay, but <sighs> all right, so. Just going from that specific statement back during World War II, even though we wouldn't allow it, we still definitely made like allowed it. So, so I, I know just because my grandfather was one war, of them. War, war, an all-out war is terrible. Absolutely terrible. We should we should endeavor not to go there, and this. The reason for bombing people who liked Iran in Syria is to send a message to Iran: "Hey, we got bombs. Quit, quit messing with our people, right?" Right. I, and I'm really glad you brought that up. Only because I'm sorry if I'm interrupting. It's just um, we are in the we are in sorry. the beginning. I am because I don't like interrupting, but it also brings up an interesting point that may add on to what you're about to say, which is. We're about to begin negotiations to re-enter the Iran nuclear deal, and, yep. and this may be putting teeth in whatever, you know, conditions we put in that. Correct, yeah. and that may be the motivation behind it. Is, but but the people at the bottom of those bombs died. They are no longer on this earth. They we killed people yep. to 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 make this message, and may, maybe that's the only way to to deal with the Iranian government. My guess is it's not. And I, I, my guess is that the American politicians just don't want to bother doing it the other way. Right? I think don't want to bother, don't want to it'll seem weak if we extend the 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 palm leaf and we you know that'll look bad at home. So let's kill a bunch of Iranians and maybe that'll make us look strong. I but, I don't know, it seems is- wrong. Only a Sith deals in absolutes. <laughs> and I think that that's what's happening with this, you know, th- these core philosophies of, 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 like you said, the, the, the olive branch and the, and the, and the bomb, right? Mm-hmm. Is it's, well, those are the only two things you can do. No, right. you don't, you don't, there's, there's we are not, we are not do. either at war or friends. We can really not like you and still see the strategic value in, in, in advancing your culture and opening up your middle class to other ideas and concepts and, and money. We can make money on you. They can make money on us. And we can still 100% undermine their government messages and right. put people in their culture to help that along. Now, a good thing that could come out of that. Go ahead. Go ahead. Thespian, go ahead. No, I was going to say, no, I was going to say the rev has something yeah. to say. I- <laughs> One good thing that could come out of this is that Congress could limit the power of the president to actually attack things, which would actually be a good thing because, because that would then say he could still strike it at will. He is the commander in chief, but it would then say he could stop and say, look, I would bomb the hell out of you right now, but I have to ask Congress. 
And so that could actually give a little bit more of a little bit more power of showing that we are a country and not just a person. Mm. Which you, would you change fi- it. You get a five bomb allowance. Yeah. After that, <laughs> yeah. mom and dad have to step in. Right. But you right. know what? I I honestly is that a week? If yeah. I were to see that, if I were to see <laughs> him do that, as much as I personally would like to see that, I can see the GOP saying otherwise. Oh, but the you GOP know? is going to say otherwise to whatever the President Biden does. Right, right. right. President Biden can say, we need to all breathe oxygen and air, and the GOP will say, well, I'm holding my breath, you can't tell me what to do. <gasps> I mean, that that's that's literally... One could only do. hope. Yeah. That's literally what they would do, because they have to be seen as anti-liberal, and Biden, President Biden is a liberal, therefore yeah. they're anti-that. Otherwise, right. their base, which is the same people who say, yeah, my grandfather died of covid but yeah it's not real yeah um won't vote for him it's 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 nuts the gop we need we need to write the gop off and work around them Mm -hmm. which is why we need to get rid of the filibuster Mm -hmm. so we can get stuff i mean that's that's not really a political question so much as it is a question of marketing though right The, the gop have their marketing strategy down pat. Yeah. And they have a dedicated news news channel to it, right? And, like, and they, three. they benefit from from voter suppression. Yeah. Which is and something that so, this oh administration... God, bringing that up because I've got yeah. some stuff there. So, so, so I, I'm going to segue in there, but let me finish my damn segue. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. So they're gonna, Ted Cruz. <laughs> they're gonna, they benefit from voter suppression. They're trying to, to increase voter suppression in there's 130 some bills being passed in states the the congress has passed a uh, hr1 the voting rights thing that they pass like every year for the last four years um and if that get passed in the senate it will derail a lot of these local laws mm-hmm. you can't it's not going to pass the senate because of the filibuster yeah so we need to get rid of the filibuster if you get rid of the filibuster and pass this voting rights act that will ensure the elections are available to everybody, or at least negate some of the voter suppression, and then they have a chance of being reelected. If you don't do that, you don't get reelected. Bottom yep. line. Yep. I mean, uh, speaking of voter suppression, uh, the state of you know Georgia, our our northern neighbor, um, has been just a prime example of, of GOP ilk run amok uh it's it's wild how much voter suppression they've had how much we had to overcome to to flip the senate this year Mm -hmm. and how actively they are working to fix that so it can't happen again um they are actively limiting the number of absentee ballot drop-off positions only to uh, uh early voting locations and my personal favorite in georgia house bill 531 is that people can be charged with a misdemeanor for providing food and drinks to voters standing in line. Correct. And yeah, and that that and there's no counter to that which there must be no line longer than 30 minutes. Right. Right. I mean, if you said there's no line longer than 30 minutes and you can't get food and drink, I'm happy with that. The line's yeah. longer than 30 minutes, somebody goes to jail, fine, I'm good with that. Yeah, there should be enough polls that if the line is longer than 30 minutes, then that should be on the government side. 
There right. should be penalties to the government because your lines are too long. You need yeah. more polling places. Well, like places Colorado like Michigan, uh, Arizona, the, Montana, the governor, they're all the passing spends an hour in jail yeah. for every man hour that somebody spends in line over th- every man minute that somebody spends in line over 30 minutes. Yeah. That would be great. That'll obviously never happen. It would never happen. But but Um, if if you pass that law, there would be no lines in Georgia. No, but but, but again, right? Like, this isn't about being realistic and being practical and fixing a problem. This is about making sure that people like Stacey Abrams cannot get out their constituents to go vote and make sure that a a specifically targeted demographic is underrepresented, right? right? They're making sure that they get represented. And guess what? When the state of Georgia has all of its voters represented, it's slightly blue. Weird. Weird. But bills like this are specifically designed to make sure that the, the votes cannot be mobilized. Mm-hmm. And those who do not have the means to go about spending two days waiting in line to vote can do that. And, and strangely, the votes are only being the, – these, these uh, bills are only being put into state legislatures that were – the ones that were uh, stolen yep. from the last administration, yep. Georgia, Arizona, uh, uh, Michigan, mm-hmm. uh, Pennsylvania, I'm sure. Pe- I'm sure. Well, I haven't heard Pennsylvania yet because Pennsylvania has a pretty good system. But sure. um, but yes, it, it's these different places. Nevada. It's oh, well, Nevada, too. Pennsylvania has a Republican legislator, but a Democratic uh, governor and yeah. Senate governor. Yeah. So That's it's harder to. Yeah. Harder to get things through. Well, it's 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 and the it way is the and it's the way they're gerrymandered. Governor and lieutenant yeah. governor statewide. Yeah, each mm-hmm. district is gerrymandered to give right. a representative to the house. Right, and as it's so. being said in the chat, this is just another Jim Crow law. Right, yes. these are all just Jim Crow laws. These are ways yeah. to keep suppress a group of people and then maintain it, and, you know, and then maintain power. And to me, I'm I'm very. This is another one of those things where. President Biden should be stepping up and saying something and nothing's been said, you know, and there's many of these right now. I mean, we, we, I voted for him not because he was not the other guy, but because of the things that were said during the campaign that we agreed with that we're going to do this cop to I voted against <laughs> the former guy. Right, it right. It didn't matter who was in the D, like right. whatever name was before the D was getting the vote. So the comrade liked the D. Cool. Oh yeah, I like the D. Yeah, Love comrade the D. loves the but D. Only only the 2020 D. <laughs> 2022 D doesn't land. Yeah, probably. Um, no, but but my point was only more in 2020. That, <laughs> right. Only, only, in, only in 2020. Only. No, my, my point is more that what we did was we kind of as a country decided that we were sick of the bullshit and sick of the anxiety and terror and uncertainty that the previous administration lived on. And we all came together and we said, we need to do something about it. And let's see if the Democrats have the answer to that question. And largely granted, it's only been what? 30, 48 days, uh, 43 like days. Yeah. 40, 43 and a half days. Yeah. The answer has largely been no, right? They don't have the answer to the problem. All they have is, they are not perpetuating the problem. Uh, they, they, sorry, sorry, they're not adding to it. Right. Is they're they, leaving they, it the same. They're not fixing the problem. They're stopping the the problem from continuing. Right. They're, right. they're, right. they're, they're, they're and again the static quos and they're just maintaining. They're, they put some yeah. duct tape on it. Yeah. They're focusing on social issues. They're focusing on issues again 
where the GOP doesn't give a flying fig because they can easily say, oh, there's another liberal blah, 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 cancel right. culture, blah, blah, blah. But, and it really but, means nothing. But to yeah. get anything yeah. done, they've got to get rid of the filibuster. And I, that's yeah. a hill I will die on. And, and actually, I read an article about changing the filibuster. Yeah. The problem is when you to get rid of the filibuster takes 51 votes. Because you can do it as a matter of procedure, and procedural things are 51 votes. Mm -hmm. To change a Senate rule takes Mm two-thirds. So if you put forward a thing to change the filibuster, it would never go anywhere because... You have to get too many people. So to change it, you have to kill it and then reintroduce a version of it to get people to vote for it. Right. Um, And there's some really great versions of it, which is time-limited, so it decays. And... Uh, also, to make it a minority vote to keep uh, to keep debate open. So instead of sixty votes to close debate, it's like mm. you need forty to keep. It. So you have to vote positively to stop the bill instead of negatively to keep it from going forward. Yeah. And that's that's a different huh. pressure on people. I kind of like that op- that. And and if you combine them, then then you know it's eventually going to pass anyway. So you filibuster, the filibuster essentially goes away, except for things that people are adamantly, truly opposed, where more than fifty votes will will oppose it. Comrade, uh, kind of to to the Canadian into the revolution's point, um, the Democrats are fo- focusing on social issues, but. Those those social issues are solved by fixing the core issues of our system. They give right now social issues don't get addressed and don't get fixed because the voters don't have the leverage they need to actually be represented in the federal government. But let's let's be really clear: the fifty-fifty split in the Senate is not representative of the American people's views right. and politics. That no. is not true, and no. it never will be. I don't care what your uncle's cousin's sister's wife says in their farm out in Kansas, they are not <laughs> representative. Utah. What? If it's a sister wife, it would be Utah. <laughs> he has a point. Um, no, my, my point is this, right? Because you live in a large county with 12 people, you don't get the same level of representation as Kansas City. That's not how this works. Right. And uh, the system has been beaten and abused and twisted so far that – what the majority of Americans support, things like a $15 minimum wage, can't happen because our voices are not proportionally represented. Right. So if you want to fix social issues, you have to fix how our government functions, which is a much more difficult hill to, hill to climb. Right. There, so so I, I said this last week, and, yep. and I'll find a reference to it, but uh, – 21, so 40, 40 senators can represent 21% of the U.S. population. Yes. Right. Yes. And, and you can pick the states, those 20 states that, that represent that 21%. You know, it's North, North Dakota, South Dakota, Nebraska, right. Kansas, Oklahoma, Mississippi, uh, Alabama. Woo! Sorry, I was doing a... Right. <laughs> South Carolina, Tennessee, Kansas, uh, Kentucky, Maine, right? I mean, those are the states that are going to be represented that have low population but an enormous influence in the Senate. Yeah. Well, Kentucky. Um, 
Kentucky has a huge influence. And well, not just because of Mitch McConnell, but because they are a low population yep. state and they have two two senators versus yeah. the two senators from California right. and yeah. two senators from New York and the two senators from Florida, which I guess are legitimately Republican. We, um, we continue to have this particular debate. I'm not going to get into it again. I, I but, don't know how to fix it. Well, I do. You abolish the 17th Amendment. Um, beyond that. What's uh, the 17th Amendment? The direct election of senators. Yeah. The, the reason why there's a disproportionate representation of people. We, we need a musical break for this that, while the comrade right. explains that why. Doesn't, that doesn't fix the problem. It, it changes yeah. the problem. Yeah. It doesn't fix it. Yeah. Because because the Seventeenth Amendment is a hill we will all die on on this one. Yes. No, but but you're still going to have Democrat Republican legislatures appoint Republicans. You're of still going to have the same twenty one percent of the U.S. But, but think about but think about a place like Pennsylvania where you have a Republican legislature and a G and, and, and a governor that is Democrat. You're not going to have them come to terms with a far right wing uh, GOP representation in the Senate. They're going to have to come, sure to, come to terms with. Be- because no. it's the legislature, that's not the G- that's not the governor. The legislature is going to appoint Republican senators. I, I okay. I wasn't trying to get. I was trying to avoid getting stuck in the weeds on that one because I <laughs> yeah. wanted to talk about something else. Um, my my point is your point it. doesn't solve the problem. No, that's fine. Again, this is a remarkably complicated issue right. that that political scientists have devoted decades to making I, sure is unfixable. I know right? what like, will that's solve where the we problem. <laughs> no, I know exactly what will solve this. Burn problem. Washington D.C. to the ground, move the capital to North Dakota, yeah. and, and, and Congress is in session from October to February. <laughs> there it is. That good work done. <laughs> no, re- re- remove private money from elections. Absolutely. Only, only federal funded elections. Yeah. So any candidate so, that gets enough signatures runs for the office. You have a jungle primary. Where, where the person voting. jungle primary do, do, do. rank choice voting, and where the person who gets the most overall votes wins, mm-hmm. and you solve this problem. Yeah. So a few of the things that have been really bothering me about the Biden administration as it stands right now is his yeah. backpedaling like a thousand feet away from the fifteen dollars per hour. Um, he 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 has not really stood forward and said we need to make this a priority. He said it before he was elected, but as soon as any pushback happened, it disappeared. The one thing he's doing good upon is getting COVID COVID nineteen under control. Uh, Johnson and Johnson, uh, they you know, FDA has approved the Johnson and Johnson vaccine, which is a one shot vaccine. <coughs> and regardless of what people want to think about the numbers that are behind it, from everything that I have heard, those numbers are you know, because of where it was tested, it has nothing really to do with its actual 30 day effectiveness after it is injected. Key is, is it keeps you from dying. Correct. And the other thing is after 30 days, uh, once you've gotten the shot. So in the first 30 days, if you get it, you don't die and it is less severe and it covers a bunch of variants after 30 days. It is a hundred percent effective according to all of their research. So it's that first month where it says 75% effective. And then you have the other two, which are 95 and 96%, but they were tested during a time when there wasn't a lot of COVID. And we are here in Florida where one in a hundred people has freaking COVID. So, so, and there are seven so are variants. You, so you're saying that 
if the Johnson and Johnson vaccine were to become widely available, it would be advisable to try oh. to get that. So the answer, the answer, the vaccine, the answer to this is if you are offered a vaccine, don't look at them and go, Oh, is that the blah, blah, blah vaccine? That's not the one I want. I want another is that the organic. Okay. Vegan if, vaccine? if someone's okay, offering you a damn vaccine, stick so, it in your arm, right, regardless right, of which one it is. All right, I, I have it. Is that the fetal tissue vaccine? Oh. Or is that the egg protein? Yeah. Um, no, get your vaccine. Get get your. Speaking of your, cancel culture, <laughs> that's yeah. literally cancel culture that they are using against the Johnson and Johnson. Let's, oh, yeah. let's not perpetuate the bullshit. So, that is yeah. like, get so, your tedding vaccine. Yeah, I I follow I follow POTUS on on Instagram and POTUS and Flotus and uh, the POTUS. I. I don't Flotus. Co- I think she just Flo- goes by POTUS? VP, but still. POTUS, Flotus, and VP. POTUS. Is that who you follow on Instagram? Yes. Um, so they, one of them posted uh, a little interview with Dr. Fauci uh, about the Johnson Johnson vaccine. And it was just, it was very encouraging. It, they yeah. didn't mention. <laughs> I mean, I understand. Yes, I know. Nobody wants to hear it. But like, <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was, it made me, honestly, it made me as a 30 hour old, I am something, uh, feel more comfortable in taking something. Cause I, it, cause that honestly was my hearing that it might be less effective, um, kind of turned me away from that idea, but he did emphasize that it was 100% effective of you not dying from it, right? Which that is all I could ask for, mm-hmm. you so, know. So, guess get your tetting vaccine. Um, yes, the, the 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 way they work is different. I I I don't think I would scoff at. I w- I'm not going to scoff at either one of them. No, I, I'm not going to scoff at be, any of them. As a personal experience, I would like to get the mRNA vaccines because I've never had one of those before, and it yeah. seems like it's a what worthwhile experience. What, I don't know what you mean. So the Johnson & Johnson vaccine is a single shot. It is a live vector, which yeah. means that it is a live virus that injects your cells just like a regular, like a cold virus. It's Doesn't like cause the, symptoms. the tiny little bits that cause it. No, no, it's no. an actual organism, no. live organism that goes in your body and causes a. It's a viral infection, yeah. but it's not. It's like ninety percent, ninety-nine percent of the viral infections we get it doesn't cause any damage. It just goes in your body. A lot, uh, it, a lot of it, people misunderstand. It, it that. injects the the DNA segment and it replicates that one protein. It doesn't actually replicate mm-hmm. itself. Yeah. So it replicates that one protein now, that they want the antibodies to. And you gain immunity to it, but it replicates it a lot, which to, is why. To be clear, it's not the coronavirus; it's no, the no, payload it's of the coronavirus. It, it, it is. It is a, a benign yeah. virus yeah. that mm-hmm. is once injected will produce this protein right. for yeah. the coronavirus. That's what it does. The, the whole point okay. is to make your body think it has something like the coronavirus, so it's it's immune. Immune it, it it response the, is prepared for it. Right. The That's mRNA the virus injects a sequence of RNA 
that your body absorbs and it says, oh, RNA, let's translate it. And it makes a protein and it makes this protein, I don't know how many times, I don't know how long it lasts in your body, but it makes a However protein. However your body operates. And yeah. then you get antibodies to it and you get the reaction. So it's the same kind of idea. It's just mm -hmm. a different mechanism for producing those okay. proteins. So would something similar be like the typhoid shot? Yeah. Yeah. So if you okay, had a great. if you if you had a flu shot, oh well, no, I had the typhoid shot. Ty as typhoid a vaccine, is, a typhoid is, vaccine. So I don't know typhoid explicitly, but flu some shots. Vaccines, some vaccines, okay. like measles, are what's called an attenuated virus. Yeah, it's it is the measles virus, but it doesn't cause measles. They remove the 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 bits the of thing it that, that spreads or whatever. Yeah. So it, it doesn't, it gets in your body and it replicates, but it doesn't cause any disease. Mm -hmm. So your body I makes, I feel like that's probably it. like the typhoid one. That's I just remember like hurting like but, hell. But you, you are, went to my arm. you are injected with a live typhoid organism. Just, it doesn't cause right. typhoid. Yeah. yeah. No, it it doesn't replicate. It doesn't spread. It doesn't do any of that. Cold, and, and cold medicine, warm muscle. Yeah. <laughs> and a lot of people misunderstand that having a reaction to a vaccine is bad. Yeah. No, that's not true. Like in the same way that a you know, a fever and sweating and chills and a cough, the virus is not doing that to you. That is your body's immune suppression system reacting to the thing in your body. Right. And having a reaction to a vaccine means that the vaccine has worked correctly yeah. and your body will then be prepared to fight the actual virus off. Just like sweating when you're warm, yes. that's your body cooling you off. But, that but is if you've, why had, if you've sure. had a flu vaccine, that's what the Johnson Johnson vaccine is equivalent yep. to. I actually have not, but... Yeah, um, I'm blown away. Again, I'm blown away by the number of people that are afraid of the vaccines. And I love the people that are saying things like the so-called vaccine. And I'm like, guys... I'm getting really, really tired of people just saying that this is all bad. Just get inoculated so we can get back to our no or, or uh, some you, level of normality. Get inoculated, stay home for a year. Yeah, or spend we already have. <laughs> I'm done. The, spend the time to learn about it. Right. Sure. I mean, it's not that hard. You can but, find but all. But where of am this I supposed to get reliable information? Breitbart and Fox News tell me I can't trust <laughs> it. Who am I supposed to trust? CNN. You you can get it from books published before the last president, right? I mean, it, yeah. you can get this information. It's out there. It's what this. But we all this, but we all know research doctors have a liberal spin. But who honestly is going to go ask a librarian how but, to use <laughs> the Dewey Decimal System? That's that's. A Do you use the Dewey Decimal System, how, how Conan the Librarian? How many people know who Dewey Decimal is and what his system is? I mean, I mean, the guy was clearly a numbers wizard. Yeah, that's I all mean, I know he, about him, though. Let's be honest; he had a point. Oh my god! Everyone, roll a D four psychic damage. <sighs> Why is it only a D four? It should because be like a D ten. Otherwise, we would die. Otherwise, yeah. you die. Because, <laughs> because I can inflict such psychic we, damage. We need a we need a chance to heal. <laughs> then it should just be a a, a D two. Flip, yeah. flip a coin. Flip, flip a coin. coin. One, one or two damage. One or two damage. 
Oh man! Well, you need a chance to get zero, so you should be a one d four minus one because you might. Oh, there you go. There it is. Might, yeah. You might empathize with it. One plus two the, plus one plus one. If you've been think, thinking the same thing, no, it's one then... plus two plus one. No, no, plus you two. you one. you earn resistance with children. That's how there it works. Go. There's no minus one. You just if you have children, it, you get it's you minus gain per resistance. child. Yeah, it's minus yeah. per child. So you get three children. It's d four minus. Three. We're getting into the weeds. One here. plus two <laughs> minus. One minus one minus one. wanted to say a thing for a minute. Wrecked him. We nearly killed him. There it is. All right. Wait, wait, wait. I got got one more. The minus is add. So if you're a dad with three kids, you get plus two every time. So you've got this built up. But it's it's times three for insanity because it's one times for each child. So we're already at 18. Congratulations, everyone's dead. Roll the roll the yeet die. Roll the yeet die. Natural twenty. Natural twenty. Yeet. Yeet. Not work in Boggle. (laughs) I noticed it doesn't work in Scrabble either. It was really annoying. I tried to put on yeet on a Scrabble board the other day and it didn't work. Oh man! You know what? You listening that haven't figured it out? Ted Cruz is synonymous for f you. F. There it is. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. So when we say Ted, Ted Cruz, Ron DeSantis, yeah, Senator, Governor, fuck, shit. Oh, and now you Ted Cruised yourself. <laughs> All right. So no, she Tedded. <laughs> she Tedded herself. That's true. I keep forgetting. So it says the va- vaccines end up being designed uh, end up being designed viruses that give you an asymptomatic response, and that's absolutely okay. correct. Very well stated. Kevin in the chat. Yeah. Thank you, Kevin. Thank you, Kevin, in the chat. We love you so much. Kevin! Yeah. So, again, we have gone through an entire week of fun, but does anyone have any well-dones? I have a sarcastic well-done. Son of a... Go ahead. I also have another one. That's that's real. Well, start with the real one, then we can go to the sarcastic one. Oh, Okay. Or the other way around, whichever way you want to go. No, always start sarcastic. Yeah, start sarcastic. I also have a sarcastic. So do your sarcastic. I'll do mine. No, you you do your sarcastic first. I want to give a uh, one-man revolution. Well done of the week. Shout out to the Brazilian uh, president, Bolsonaro, for telling his citizens to, quote, stop whining after all of the COVID-19 deaths. Well done. Can we change his name to something funnier? Can than we can Bolsonaro? we send Ted Cruz straight to Brazil? Yeah. Can we can we Ted call Cruz him, Brazil? What's a, what's a funny name? Balls something. I mean, his first name is Balls. So. Bolsonaro. Okay, so what is what? What's his last name? What's his last name? We can do this. Bolsonaro. Oh, okay, that's his last name. Okay, what's his first name? <laughs> I mean, okay. he's got to have a he's got to have one. So. Um, Let's see. Bolsonaro on your chin. Um, that's an easy one. Um, no, his full name is Hire? Jair? Hire Balls. J A I R. Okay. Jair. Hire. Hire Balls. Hire Balls. Hire Balls. Yeah. Ted Cruz, Hire Balls. Oh, do you think they're related to the Shweddy Balls? Uh, it could be. It could be. It's I like the chocolate covered no. cousin Shweddy. I like, like the calling him Shweddy Bolsonaro. Shweddy Bolsonaro. There it is. There it is. Yeah. Yeah. So he told his people to just W E D D Y. Yeah. So he told his people to just stop whining. Stop whining. By the way, Brazil is the only other country that's nearly as bad as the United States. Yeah. Yeah. Deaths. And he told his people to stop whining. They have their own variants. 
No. We have seven in this country. They yeah, made their one. own. The Brazilian variant wears a thong. Oh, yeah. You can... It's so easily transmitted. It is very easily <laughs> transmitted. Yeah. How can you keep your hands off of that one? Come on. <laughs> it's like a juicy peach. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Thespian, what was your sarcastic well done? Um. Mine, uh, I would like to give a one-man revolution well done. Well done. The Oberlin stage left. Uh, so Oberlin College and Conservatory is a, a college in, in Oberlin, Ohio, Illinois. Remains uh, to be seen. Ohio. There are many, um, but there is only but one. They, it's, they're a musical conservatory or a, a liberal arts college. I don't know. So they have... They had a, uh, a, a virtual recital planned, um, and they posted this I guess, a few days, five days ago, I guess, um, a celebration of black artistry um, for Black History Month that was back then. Yeah, February. And their, their poster of the artists, there are five of them. Oh, Lord. And all five are... Very, very white. <laughs> well done. I'm sorry. Well done. Yeah. If yeah. you have a link to that, I'm gonna need yeah. that for the show notes. Yeah, we'll need that for yes. the show notes. Put it I in the old. Uh, put that in the old uh, slacker. Oh, but, okay, so they have deleted. They have deleted the post. Of course they have. <laughs> yeah, that's my favorite one. Lately, I've been seeing. Apologies. Lately, I've been seeing things where people will post something. And then they will get so much backlash for it that they'll delete it, but someone will have it backed up somewhere. So we might have the to do a little searching. The internet doesn't forget. Okay, and what was... So, uh, com- uh, I, I actually have a well done. Oh, I have a well done I, too, but go ahead. I came up to, yeah. to uh, the, the Perseverance rover. Oh, very good. Well for, done. Uh, for not only landing on Mars, which it did last week, but now it's up and running and sending pictures and doing its business of finding beautiful pictures on Mars. Yeah, beautiful pictures. It's running on like a power PC. Yes, CPU, and videos. Yeah, which is wild. Yeah, yeah, it's glorious. They, they, it's be- It's the it, photographs it's, are it's beautiful. Awesome yeah, piece of machinery. Absolutely, it's a modern rover. Yes, right. and uh, the the best thing was the sound on Mars. Yes, that was, that was awesome. I haven't listened to it yet. It's wind, sir. The the, the wind. Si- spoiler spoiler. It's wind. It's wind noise. Yeah, the sound on Mars. It's it's wind. Yeah, yeah. But it's sound from Ted cruising Mars. Yeah. No 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 no. It's heading Mars. Heading Mars. Heading Mars. It's this way. No, no, wait, wait. I like this because we're going to start giving, putting Teddy. his name on a lot so of things. I, yes. I just can, see it can, as like a Teddy, like a nighty. Nice. Can I just say Ted Cruz, Ted Cruz? Yes, very yeah, much so. Absolutely. But, but this, but comrade, Cruz, but comrade, Cruz. comrade, this is what it sounds like. It sounds like. I have no it's idea very, what mine sounded like when I tried We're right here. We're right here. Hey, it's hey, we're around this corner. We're right here around this corner. We're right around this corner. No, no, no. We're live right here. I'm waiting for that one where something comes around the corner and goes, shit, and then runs back around the corner. <laughs> we spend so much time hiding from these but, frick, no, from these Ted Cruz rotors. It's going to be really bad. Yeah, it's going to be Chinese. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's, uh, that's uh, yeah. That's also kind of going off that uh, that Space Force yeah. uh, TV show. That was such a good show. Oh, it was I, so good. Didn't they get renewed? Boots on Mars. 
You should have you should have seen the look on the faces of my fellow students when I told them that that show's copyright existed before the Space Force was created. Yes, yeah. it did, and yeah. that it was stolen, and they yeah. were like, "What?" Yeah. <laughs> I want to give a one man revolution. Really? Well really? done. To Governor Greg Abbott of Texas. Oh, God. Hey, Abbott! And the reason I want to give it to him is because not only is his level of low life, like, to the bottom, so deep you have to keep digging under a snake, but all the people of Texas think that COVID is over. I've gotten a lot of, uh, there was a person that was, that, that, that wrote me that said they were in a CVS getting a prescription and they were wearing a mask. The CVS pharmacist came out and ripped their mask off their face and said, you don't have to wear that anymore. That's assault. It is, but welcome to Texas. No, but in Texas, people carry guns and shoot people for assault. Yes, for that sort of thing. but this individual is not one of those types of individual, and they went. And they went. I'm sorry. No, I'm wearing this for you know because yeah. I'm not feeling well, so I'm wearing this and I'm picking up my prescription. And they were like, "It doesn't matter. You don't have to wear that bullshit anymore." And this person immediately walked out. This is the pharmacist. And they walked out and they said, I don't, uh, you know, they called me and they said, I don't understand what the hell is going on in this state. You know, I moved to Austin. This is Austin also. I moved to Austin because I thought it wasn't Texas. No, so, it's still Texas. It's still Texas, but it is. It's, a, the, just, it's, a, it's like the it's like a mild Texas versus a spicy Texas. It's the pale blue dot of Texas. It is that little blue dot in Texas. I mean, and, and, they you know, hope and to become Portland one day. It's it's Seminole County, Florida. Yes, yeah, very much yeah, so. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So, so my favorite part yeah. about all of that is is well, well done, Governor Abbott, because now you're allowing for people to assault other people who are not wear who are wearing masks because they don't want they they are looking at those people and targeting them as the other. So I have a question. If 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 this person had walked in with a hat on inside, would they have taken the hat off and said, "You don't need that in here"? No, 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 no. So so this is not about wearing a mask. This is a statement However, about anti anti liberal, yeah, anti yeah. what they perceive as liberal policies yeah. and Correct. liberal trolling. Correct. I will point out though that if they had if they were wearing that hat and the national anthem started to play <laughs> they would absolutely rip that hat off of your head. The national anthem of Texas? That's Alabama. Oh, I really, really wish that had been the end of the show, but the thespian still hasn't. <laughs> <laughs> that was, that I do, but fun. you said you had another. Didn't you have a good one too? No. Oh. oh okay. All right. Not. Well. Okay. So my final well done's are a little bit more personal. Um, one, I well done to me for finishing an entire <laughs> workbook of of work for my temporary job. Yes. That uh, nice. was supposed well to be done. one to four months, and I I have filled an entire like large, relatively you know decent sized notebook, front and back pages uh, full of all of the work that I have done. Um, so well done to me, but also most importantly, well done to the comrade for finishing his first some first class. 
Well, well I'm earning some money. Done. Twenty-five well dollars. I've made money welding. Well done. He did it. He did it, and I'm. That is that is welding done of the week. Yes, welding done of the week. Yes. Yeah. And as as uh, Kevin in the chat said, uh, a lot of uh, a lot of colleges uh, have pushed back their spring break. You're saying that spring break is in the next week or two. A lot of colleges pushed it back till the end of the semester. Uh, so that we don't have to allow people to come back to our campuses and spread whatever diseases mm-hmm. they brought back with them. So, so, so wait a minute, wait a minute. How are how are our COVID's going to get pregnant in March if they push it back to the end of the semester? The yeah, One Man Revolution on. podcast is brought to you. <laughs> is found on Spotify. Oh, wow! Both of you. Tune in radio. Uh, Apple Podcasts. Google Podcasts. And of course, at the onemanrevolution.org website. And right here on Facebook Live every Friday night at 8.05. Live at 8.05. Uh, I love the fact that we still use the uh, the old Turner Broadcasting System 8.05 system. It's my oh, favorite that that's part. From? That is where I stole it from, yeah. Nice. Um, nice. Because it was groundbreaking for its time. So, uh, I, I, again, every week we get together, we talk about uh, news of the day, politics, uh, drinking beer, uh, cider, and other fun things. And or cider, yeah. And or cider. Oh, your cider's gone. Yeah, yeah. funny. Yeah. Oh, yeah, mine's funny mine gone a long time Oh, mine, mine has a hole in the bottom of it. Mine's gone. They're both gone. It's impolite to count. Yes, it is impolite to count. Uh, and I do enjoy everything, every, every getting together every week and doing all these things. Uh, and... Uh, you know, if anybody has any, uh, I don't know, fun things that they'd like to talk about next week, please forward them to. Oh, yeah. And forward them to us via our Facebook yeah. page at OMR Podcast. Uh, like we're figuring out. Figuring out to oh, yeah. They can send it to one man revolution at gmail.com. Nice. Yeah, of course. We always. Oh, right. Yeah, we have, we've had that for 15, 16 years. And we're coming up next week, by the way, on the uh, 16th anniversary of this podcast oh. being uh, being created. So, nice. um, yeah, yeah, uh, always oh, a good time. Oh, the sweet 16. I should make a cake. <sighs> Quinceañera. Uh, no, that would be 15. Uh, 15. Oh, that was this past year we had a quinceañera. Sweet. Yeah. So there we have it. I don't yeah. remember you had having a, a quinceañera. You had a COVID Quinceanera. COVID Quinceanera. Celebrated by yourself. It was. All by myself. Right, now, but yeah. now it's my super sweet 16, and we can make sure that we invite all of our guests. <laughs> and we can, it'll be a fun time. It'll be a fun time. So, until next time, <laughs> I'm the revolutionary. The comrade. I'm the Canadian. And I'm the thespian. And, uh, I don't know. Fuck Ted Cruz. Hey, Ted Cruz, Ted Cruz.